A new episode of Real Ranked is going live right now. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Real Ranked. Today we will be talking about Christopher Nolan's filmography. We will be putting um, them on a tier list. So I'm just going to bring in who we have today, Jacob, for your first hey time guys. on the show. Oh yeah, I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Really excited. Christopher Nolan's one of my favorite directors, so excited to discuss his work. All right, great. Yeah, excited to have you. We got Sophie. Hey guys, I'm excited. I'm I'm the film, not a film bro for Nolan, but a film gal, if you will. <laughs> we got Kenny. Hello, hello. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> and Sarah. Hello. I'm excited to be here. As probably everybody that will ever watch this knows, Nolan's my favorite director. So, wait, finally. actually. <laughs> what <laughs> i know you're joking i'm shocked i'm oh, shocked oh wow sarah sarah i thought oh wow Crazy. i didn't know that okay. this is brand new information <laughs> i thought ben affleck was your favorite director shut but... the fuck up, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we're, not even it starts up. Now. we're not even joking about that it starts now <laughs> we have a uh, sam in the live chat saying she can't watch it live but one to I love you, Sam. I love you, Sam. Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sheesh. The love is strong. Right. Well, I'm just gonna bring up the tier list today. So um, we can uh, start off with following, which. I can start us off because I just watched this today, or I guess before I went to sleep. And uh, I this is a really great debut. I think uh, it has exactly what you expect out of a Nolan movie with like time and how he structures the plot in uh, in a nonlinear format. And it's it's very low budget. It's like you know it's his first time filming. A movie and I think it just works really well and it's really interesting how the story just like moves along uh, with this the characters so uh, I don't want to say too much for people who haven't seen the movie but Jacob um yeah so um like you were saying before with like low budget I, I really think that's what makes this film um sort of like kind of like unique in his filmography is that it's so it's so low budget compared to his like blockbuster movies that he does um, later on that it just feels so different. But then at the same time, it also has a lot of his same elements that you can like kind of just get the sense that it's a Nolan film. Um, it's a super tight story. I, I love the runtime. That's one of my favorite parts about the um, film. It's a super, super short one, but um, yeah. Um, yeah, I won't get into like um, spoilers, but I, I will say the twist at the end, um, I didn't see coming. Um, I think, 
I, I don't know. I had some problems with it. It didn't really, like... After finding out uh, about, like, the twist, I, I still... I wasn't that intrigued with what um happened. Um, yeah, a lot of it, I just kind of, like, forgot about. I watched it um over Christmas break, so, like, it was, like, a like two months ago-ish. Um, and I forget a lot of what happened. I, I just find it... Um, yeah, kind of like a forgettable film compared to his, like, other um, movies. Um, and then I also want to bring up the point about, like, um, the time periods. Because Nolan has um, done, uh, later on, he, he does other work with, like, his, like, on um, different, like, time periods throughout the movie. Um, in this movie, um, uh, the time periods didn't really, like, work for me that much compared to, like, um, The Prestige or Memento. Um, so I think that sort of, like, also, like, kind of drags it down for me. Overall, though, I really, um, thought it was an interesting, like, um, start to his, to his career. Um, and I think it just sort of just set up, set up the way he, he, um, did his stories later on in his filmography. So, yeah. Okay. I right. haven't seen this movie. <laughs> It's the only one I haven't seen. And I didn't realize it was only like an hour long. So, <laughs> so I should have. You could have just watched both. Yeah. I didn't have time. I went to get dim sum instead. And I watched Solid the Purdue games. games. The Purdue, Purdue played it that noon. So. You would be better <laughs> off watching following. Probably, yeah. I'm super disappointed in that game, but whatever. All right, Kenny, you can talk about the game. Yeah, with Sophia, I've also not seen this one. It's the only one <laughs> I haven't go. seen. The only one I haven't um, seen. Either. I just haven't took the time to, to watch it, sit down and watch it, but I will at some point, I guess. <laughs> well, I have seen this one. Granted, it's been like almost a year and I don't remember a lot of the specifics, but like kind of like what the others already said, it's a really solid debut. Um, I know a lot of people consider it to be their least favorite Nolan, but I don't think it's the weakest one um, just because it it does have a lot of elements of his other movies where there's like the nonlinear like storytelling and you just see a lot of like very Nolan type details that you see grow really well in his later movies. And I need to rewatch it just because it's been a while and I love Nolan. So I always need an excuse to watch one of his movies. Plus I need to reiterate the fact that this movie is short Short movies are good. Long movies take effort to watch. This takes about as much effort as like two episodes of a sitcom. So I like yeah, that. Maybe yeah. three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where do you guys want to rank this? Um, I don't know. I D was thinking. You haven't I, seen it, Kenny. <laughs> so, so are we just like, are we just doing like the movies as I think compared to for other me, movies? For me, I'm like, gonna give this a C tier just because I, I still th I think it's a great movie, but uh, because Nolan's filmography is so you know amazing that like this is one of his weaker films, but like by all means, like this is uh, not a bad movie at all. It's just uh, I think it's one of the it's just lower on my Nolan ranking. Okay, yeah, I was gonna give it a C tier as well. It's definitely like even even though it has its flaws, just like just with how good Nolan is, it's still a great movie to watch uh, with mm -hmm. a great runtime. So yeah, I I would say C. 
I'm also gonna say C tier just because I feel like I can't put everything in the B tier and higher. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Very likely that this is the only C tier we have. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we'll have any D tiers. I'm unless. Yeah, I'm not putting anything on the D tier. That's just a crime. But, uh, all right, let's move on to Memento. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, so I'm not gonna say anything. Uh, let's just start with Jacob. Um, so yeah, so Memento is um, definitely one of my favorite Christopher Nolan films. I I have just like every time I watch it, I just love it more and more. Um, I think the the gimmick. Uh, we can't hear you. <laughs> your audio is gone, Jacob. I think your mic. Got this one. Keep talking, Jacob. It's fine. <laughs> Hello. Oh, there okay, we now go. we can hear you. Okay, there we go. Okay, I was saying that. <laughs> Hello. We yeah. Can yeah. Hear you. Okay. 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 So I was saying that Memento is like one of my favorite, like films of all time. It's one of it's like one of my favorite Christopher Nolan films. Um, I think every time I watch it, I just enjoy the movie more and more. And the whole gimmick with, um, like, how time works and how we, we get certain pieces, and then every time it shows a new piece, it's sort of just, like, the previous time. I, it, it's, it's not going to lie, it is a confusing film, but I find that watching, um, like, an analysis on, like, YouTube um, helped. Or Chris, Christopher Nolan also does, like, a breakdown, too. That's um, nice. Um, and then... I also, you can find, like, cuts of the movie in, like, chronological order, and I found that uh, um, helped a lot with, um, sort of just getting a whole sense of the story um, overall. Um, uh, it, it's, like, a great character study over, like, a guy who, like, feels like he's in control the whole entire time, but by the end, you realize that he actually is not in as much control as you thought. Um, and I think it's interesting to see how, like, the revenge, um, plays in factor when, um, I guess I won't spoil the end of the movie, but, like, when you, when you see the end and you see, um, how, like, the revenge is actually, um, something much different than what you originally thought at the beginning of the movie. And I think that just, um, sort of just helps, uh, show that, like, even though we see Leonard as the good character, throughout the film he also has some like dark like intentions um compared uh with the rest of the cast which i think the rest of the cast does a great um job like uh carrie ann moss uh she's like really good um as long as uh as well as teddy i forget what the actor's name is joey um, pants <laughs> he's, okay. he's in uh prissy jackson i think he's He's um, the, 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 the guy. About those yeah, yeah, he's um. Well, they're he's they're the both dad. in the Matrix. Joey Pants and yeah, he's uh, in the Matrix too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bad boys. Well, then I guess I should know who he is. I don't remember his name, but yeah, Joey Pantoliano. Well, Pantoliano. Doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but um, I think uh, like as you're watching the movie, you kind of see like what those characters like kind of are. And, um, like, e each time they show, like, different parts of the story, it's like you sort of kind of get a different view of the people around him. 
like you like sometimes you see them as bad then sometimes you see they might be trying to help leonard out um so yeah i just think i just think the time gimmick sort of just helps the movie in total i see a lot of people talk about how like once you watch it once it kind of like the time doesn't really like work for them after that but for me it always it always works i always have a great time watching it um so yeah that's 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 my thoughts on it yeah i i agree with with basically everything you said jacob uh it's been a while since i've seen this i think i watched it back in actually i think i can see when i watched it let me let me check really fast when I watched it really. <laughs> 2017 oh it's been a while Jesus Christ. i watched it with my dad and we just put it on one night because we were like oh it's a nolan movie we haven't seen it let's let's watch it and honestly like i was my mind was blown by the end of it i was like this is so well put together i love the way it's filmed with the i mean it's no secret that it kind of just goes backwards but also forwards it's super cool i love the way it's filmed it feels like it felt like a puzzle like an actual brain puzzle of sorts um and i do agree with what jacob was saying of how you after every little bit of the story reveals itself you 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 get to know the characters better but you don't know if it's like for the good of the character or for the bad of the character you you still don't know so you're like in you're kind of just going along for the ride with the main character until you know what happens and i really like that because you're just as confused as he is um, and you're figuring stuff out as he goes along, and I really like that. It just puts it in perspective, and it, it keeps it, it kept me very engaged from what I remember. I've only seen it once. I feel like watching it again would be even like a, a very cool experience, knowing already what happens, and then just following and picking up on small details. Uh, but I don't really have any, uh, anything else to say except for the fact that this is definitely a strong Nolan film, and it's in the middle of the pack for me. But it's still an excellent, an excellent film. Uh, definitely a memorable memoir from memento i don't even know if that made sense but it's, it's good stuff it's good stuff uh, i'm done um yeah i i haven't seen this in a in a bit it's been i think two years but i i really enjoyed it and like i knew um a couple things uh from like videos or like like I, I don't I don't know if I should say like that that phrase that is always said about this movie, but um, uh, I still was super surprised with all like all the twists and like like picking up on certain things as the movie goes along, um, and then the change from like black and white and and color is neat, um, and it was just I don't know I just I, I enjoyed this movie and I was just like just wowed. I, I think my jaw is to the floor at the end. So um this kind of like what Sophie said, like it's it's kind of middle of the pack for me, but it's still so good. Uh I think one of the reasons I don't like it as much as some of his others is just because this is in my opinion uh Nolan's most confusing movie. Like the first time I watched it, hey. I mean, Tenet exists, but okay. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll, get to we'll get to it. I have reasons. But also, as we know, I don't make any sense. So That's um, so true. <laughs> but with Memento, like, I, the first time I watched it, 
which I think was actually last year. I watched a lot of his movies for the first time last year because I didn't watch movies until like two years ago. But um, Wait, you finally started when I forced you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're but, welcome. <laughs> I remember the first time watching. I was very confused at the end. I still loved like the whole thing, but it took me a while to figure out. And I literally had to like go online and read some stuff and like watch some videos to be like okay this makes sense good movie and then i rewatched it a couple of weeks ago and like i think it's a movie where rewatch definitely helps because once i went and read everything and saw it again i'm a lot it's easier to keep track of everything going on and it's not as confusing so um yeah i really like it compared to some of his movies but i don't know I don't want to keep repeating myself. <laughs> I have a lot to say about some of his other movies, as you could probably expect. Hey, uh, I've only seen this movie once yeah, in 2019. So, uh, you guys <laughs> we're off to a great start, guys. We're not. We're not to We're not to the meat of the the filmography. We're, we're just getting started. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about Nolan, but. Uh, you know, I'm hosting. So, <laughs> uh, where do you guys want to rank Memento? I have it probably A tier. Yeah, I'd put it yeah, solid A, I'd say a. for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely no less than A. Yeah, I, I'm right. good with A. A it is. We will move on then to Insomnia. Sophie, start us off. Oh, I watched this a couple hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I woke up and realized, oh, hmm, okay, I have stuff to do today, but I also have two hours to spare. And I started the movie at 10 a.m., but I had plans at noon, and this movie was going to end at noon. And I was like, shit. So I texted my friends, hey, can we push can we push getting getting lunch a little bit? I'm watching a movie. <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> Why not? So I finished the movie. Oh, my gosh. Um, honestly, I wasn't really expecting much from this one. But I started watching it, and it's kind of like a, it's more one of his more slow burn movies. Even though it kept me like gripped and engaged during the whole thing, um, I absolutely love Al Pacino and Robin Williams' performance. Um, they're fantastic in this movie, and I just love how it's it's, it just shows like the corruption of of people in their lives and in their work, and I I think it's just. It's a it's a great it's also a really great descent into madness movie and there's a lot of things to pick up. I, I feel like uh, I've only seen it once, but I'm sure I missed on uh, I missed a bunch of things um, when watching it. So it's I'm I'm excited to rewatch it. But I, I honestly really liked it. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Um, it's definitely uh, like the lower tier Nolan for me, but I it's still a great film. Um, I'm excited to rewatch it and. Um, yeah, I don't really have much else to say about it besides the fact that it's a really good murder mystery, if you want to call it that. Good thriller. Um, good performances. Music's okay. That's because he didn't have Zimmer. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, the music could definitely... It could have used a better boost of... Wah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that would have... No, I'm kidding. I, I, was just, I was just, I was just joking. Uh, but no, re really good... Um, I liked it. It's, it's, it's a great movie. Um, I watched this also in 2020, uh, like Memento. Uh, but I watched this um, on a car ride because I was going 
on a road oh, no. trip on my phone. Um, hey, I watched Tenet on an airplane. <laughs> I mean, that's not that's not that bad. I mean, I've, I've, I've <laughs> it is. It, it was but, on one but, of those little tiny TVs. But David Lynch would be mad at me for watching a movie on my cell phone. Um, but uh, I think it was just bored. Maybe it was the setting. I might need to rewatch this again. But I just was like, eh, about it. I was like, is this movie going to end yet? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just didn't really enjoy it as the other stuff. Um, I mean, I thought that the concept was cool, and some of the, the, the some of the cinematography is like the, the concept of just being in uh, Alaska when it's like all um, just right. day. Uh, and I think a couple movies uh, go into either if it's like all day or all night. Yeah, the um, proposal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've seen that. There's that vampire movie too that's like all like like um where it's just all dark and they have to survive like 30 nights or whatever. Um but I don't know. I thought it was fine. I think it's probably my least favorite Nolan. Um so that's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with a lot of what Kenny said. This is pretty solidly my least favorite Nolan, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Like the cast is absolutely stacked and everybody like does a really good job it's just i think i would need to rewatch it to appreciate it more because like this and following are the only two i haven't rewatched yet wait no i haven't rewatched Tenet either but that doesn't matter um that's more recent though yeah i've seen that one more recently anyway i'll so. lend you my 4k but actually I'll, I'll i'll grab those once we're uh once we go over those movies <laughs> i have a couple of christopher nolan uh dvds over there I have a solid collection here too, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Insomnia. I like. I I think I need to rewatch it to truly appreciate it. And maybe it'll go up on my ranking. Uh, I don't know, but like just because of how much I love his other movies, it's just this one. Just it's not a boring movie. It's just in comparison, it feels kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, uh, I, a lot of the Nolan movies I just haven't seen since 2019 or like before. <laughs> so uh, I remember really enjoying this one. Uh, it's a great movie. All right, Jacob. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have much to say about this movie either. Uh, this was like one I also watched um, during Christmas break um, after watching Following. I do prefer this movie over Following. Um, I, I think the acting performances are really awesome. Like Robin Williams and Al Pacino, they do a great job. Um, I I didn't get I didn't get bored at all while watching the film. Uh, unlike with Falling, I was a little bored sometimes. But um, yeah, with this film, I I just saw it as like a good like um a good crime thriller. Um, and I like how um we get to see both um like Robin Williams' character and um Al Pacino's character interact with each other earlier than like you would think for them to interact um in the movie like uh, like especially like the boat scene when they're on like the like the ferry or whatever i really enjoyed that scene a lot um and then uh uh yeah it's just a good look at um showing that like both when like both sides are not innocent and um yeah it's just a good good crime thriller that um i i, I don't i don't think i'll be watching fairly soon again but um yeah it's just it's a it's a good movie that kind of like shows it kind of showed how Christopher Nolan could work with a bigger budget. Um, sort of like more than like Memento and following 
Uh, this is definitely like him just getting more into uh, his groove, I would say. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I was going to add on to something you said. Um, I, the whole I, I realized that this is one of Nolan's more dialogue heavy films. There's a lot of just like talking, but the like the conversations were super engaging. Like I was like, oh, this is so gripping. I don't know what's going to happen. And I really appreciate that from him because we don't get a lot of those. Uh, I mean, maybe interstellar, but there's a, there's not that there's more action. I don't know. It's just this one's very dialogue heavy driven. And I, I really appreciate that. That's that, that was really cool. Because I'm not really into those type of films, but this one really gripped me. I was like, "This I need to know what happens. This is cool. And I was trying to figure out, I was trying to memorize everything and make sure I got every detail. I was like hoping for a twist in the end. And there wasn't really, but I re- I thought it was a very satisfying ending. I, I really liked it. Sorry, I-, I didn't mean to like continue talking, but I wanted to add on to what everyone else said. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um well, then, let's uh, get on the ranking. Where do you want to rate that? C2. I'd say... B C2? or low... No, I'd say low, low A. I'm thinking no, B. it is not B. an A movie. I think it's a low B. A. B. It is not an A for low, low B, I see. Here, okay. No, yeah, I'm happy with B. Mm-hmm. It's not C. I, I would not put that It's my least favorite, Nolan. If I put following on C, I have to put insomnia on C. Yeah, no, it's 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 a... Yeah, yeah but most of us went with B, so we're gonna put it there. So, moving on to Batman Begins. So we will start with Kenny. Um, this one's pretty cool. Uh, I'll show you my like my special edition. <laughs> I I brought him over, so this is it. Um, uh, and it comes with a scarecrow with a. Uh, it says, "There's nothing to fear but fear himself." I think he's an FDR fan, because uh, that's an FDR quote almost. And then you got a Reza Ghul. Or is it, is it? No, no, Raish. They say Raish in the, in the Arkham games. Yeah. Um, but this one's pretty cool. This is like Christopher Nolan finding his groove with action. So it's a little weird to watch because you have so much, like, so many, like, camera edits. If you watch that s- scene, where he's in the the docks or the dockyards where uh, Falcone's at. There's so many like cuts, um, and you just don't see <laughs> what's happening. It's just it's just whatever. But um, this is a cool introduction to this tri- trilogy. Uh, just great stuff. Great uh, cinematography. Kind of sets like how he he does uh, scale. Um, like when, when they're on that glacier or, or uh, just, I don't know, it's just, a, it's a, it's a pretty, pretty cool film. Pretty good uh, orange origin story. Probably one of the best for a character. So. Um, I love this movie. I love this trilogy. This is my favorite movie trilogy of all time <laughs> for reasons, but uh, this movie, I don't think I appreciate it as much as I can because like when I rewatched it pretty recently I was like this is way better than I remember when I was younger um because I've been watching this trilogy pretty religiously since I was like 11 years old I've had this copy it like changes like based on like the movie but I've had it since I was like 11 um I this movie though I think 
it's probably my least favorite of the trilogy just because I don't like the villain like as much. Like it's not as solidly like it's not as solid as like the Joker or Bane, like but it still works and it's good and like Christian Bale is like to me like is the perfect Batman. Um I I could go on and on about that, but I'll probably do that when we talk about the other two movies in the trilogy. But uh I I don't know, this I absolutely love this movie. Also Hans Zimmer music, so uh, and, and James Howard. And James I Howard. Don't get it twisted. James helped as much as Hans did. I James know, but did, I like James Hans did sixty-six point six seven percent of the trilogy. Think about that. You can totally tell, like <laughs> James Newton Howard had a big hand in, in, in Batman Begins because you can you can hear some of his style in some of the songs instead of like yeah. Zimmer's. Like Zimmer, I don't know you can his just, style very well. Um, so I don't, I know Hans Zimmer though because all right. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't have a lot to say because I haven't seen this in like over a decade. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Is there a no one seen within the last? Matthew, like, you could have just had one of us host or something. <laughs> like, hey, no, I'm, I'm just here as the host, and now you know, sure I don't have a lot of support besides following because I watched that finally. This got me to finally finish Nolan's filmography. So, all right, Jacob. Okay, yeah, I I rewatched Batman Begins. I hadn't seen it for a little bit, but I rewatched it last year, um, because I, I I prefer Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises over this movie. But I like like Sarah said, um, I really enjoyed it. The rewatch that I had, um, I just I I, I don't know. I always forget about it when I think about like Batman movies. I always forget about it, um. I love like the training like montage like scenes at the beginning. It really shows like what it takes to be actually Batman. Um like it, and I I feel like it's something that um previous Batman movies really like failed on. And I think that's just what's so unique about um Christopher Nolan's like Batman trilogy. Um is that it just shows like a different side of Batman. Um I do wish more um, um, Jacob, you're cutting out. I don't like them nearly as much as the Jacob. Jacob. Um, Jacob. Hello. <laughs> You're cutting oh. out a lot, dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh crap. Okay. 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 <laughs> Wait. What parts did you hear? What parts did you hear? Uh, you were about to like say like montage. like Sarah like, and then yeah, you said, like you agreed with me on something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like um. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy the training mo- montages a lot. Shows what it like really takes to become Batman. Um, which is something that the other movies, like before Christopher Nolan did a kind of like bad job, like showing what it actually takes to become like Batman. 
Um, I think that's what just is so unique about Christopher Nolan's trilogy. Um, I do wish there was more detective work. Um, and and I I think I guess just in like Christopher Nolan's like um trilogy overall, I wish there was more detective work besides you know just him like interrogating criminals. Um, uh, like Sarah said, I um I don't like the villains in this movie as much as the rest of the trilogy i i don't i don't know what the i i don't know like what people prefer i feel like more people prefer like uh Razal ghoul over like scarecrow but i'm i'm more of a scarecrow guy i don't know i just i agree he's, cool. he's killing murphy i love him but i will say darn christopher <laughs> nolan s- scarred me as a child with the when batman when he gets like Scarecrow gets like his own <laughs> gas or whatever, and the Batman. Yeah. Oh God, I was scared for my life watching that. As Did you kid. see that clip recently? That that was all practical. Really? Uh, oh my well, God, yeah, that was an actual suit. I I was so scared watching that as yeah. a child. I I think that shaped me into who I am today. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> this yeah, is the, your Joker. Oh uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, that that totally just scared me so much. Anyway, uh, moving on from that. Uh, I think it's a great look at like just overcoming fear. It's, a, it's just a great look at like how fear affects people, and um, yeah, I, I definitely prefer his later movies over this one. Um, but it's not a bad movie at all. Oh, and I will say the Batmobile introduction, really awesome, uh, and it's it's, it's just a, such a cool Batmobile compared to like the ones that we'd seen in the past, and it's just. It's just, yeah, just Christopher Nolan's, like, spin on the Batman universe is just awesome, in my opinion. One comment really quick about the Batmobile. I have a Lego set of it back at home. I wish I had a picture of it, but I don't. Holy shit, the coolest one I've ever built. I spent a lot of time building Legos because Legos are cool, but oh my, it was so cool. Such a cool set. I love this trilogy. How big is it? Is it, is it like, the one that's, like, like pretty thick? It's it's pretty decently big. I don't know how to gauge it. Um, I don't know. Like the notebook, it's bigger than like the base of it. If you set on top of it, it'd be like bigger than a notebook. So like, that's the best I can do right now because I haven't seen it in like a year and a half because it's like not with me. But it's a really cool set. Yeah, but the Batmobile is really cool. I enjoyed that a lot in that movie. You mean the you mean the tumbler? <laughs> oh, yeah. the tumbler. Yeah, it's still a Batmobile. It's the tumbler. Same, I, call same it, thing. I call it the tumbler. I drove it around in Arkham Knight. Great stuff. It sounds like a beast. Arkham Knight is really cool in that. Yeah, in that game, very cool. I think I'll find a clip or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is it my Let's... turn or? I think yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, if, if Kenny's going to show off his stuff, I'll show off my cool Dark Knight book. Oh! Hey, Sophie, oh. can you bring that when you come in April? I want to look I can. It. You can look through it. I can give I it to you. To. I, don't, I literally never use this anymore. I could just give it to you for your birthday or something. Oh, my God. I, I would I, love that. I think I read through one of those when <laughs> I went look, to I've Barnes got a bunch of Gotham, like, stickers, Gotham Police Department stickers and shit. <laughs> I haven't looked through this in I so like long. It, it's, it's, like, it's got, like, the whole, like, blueprint for the, the Tumblr and the Batmobile and the Batsuit. Like, look at That's this. fucking awesome. Look at well, how cool yeah. that is. I love that. Yeah, yeah. My, my birthday is in April, Sophie. Just... Just, just oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, but, but 
Yeah, Sarah's already happened. Sophie's so, my, you know, Sophie loves no, her. Sarah's in Sarah's a Gemini. Sarah's in the I'm summer. June. June yeah, 10th. she's June. Yeah, so mine's closer. So you know. Yeah, but yeah, you know. Sophie loves me more. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, but you know, I'll just I'll just take it from Sarah. One I've time. known okay. Sarah the longest. Let yeah. Me borrow it. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, Sophie, what movie. are your thoughts on Batman? <laughs> I, I, lo- I love this trilogy. I it's probably it's what got me into like superheroes and my obsession with Batman when I was younger. Uh, this is like the probably one of the best superhero origin stories. Like saw like great first film for the trilogy. Um, I'm 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 gonna stick with what Sarah said. It's also probably my least favorite, but I still love it. Uh. It, it holds up on rewatches. Like, I, whenever I rewatch the trilogy, I'm like, shit, I forget how good Batman Begins is. It's really, really good. It's a little too long, I would say, but it's a great origin story. I really like the villain. Ra's al Ghul is pretty fun. Um, definitely doesn't compare to, like, Bane or, or Joker, but he, he's still a solid villain. Um, Christian Bale's fantastic. It's just a really great introduction to the world of Gotham and, and the character and, and his motives and whatnot. Um it's a great setup to the films to come and, and Hans Zimmer and James Newton Howard hit it out of the park with the themes. Um, I wish they came back more in the second uh, and third movie. Cause I really like some of the music in this film that doesn't really reappear in the next two films, but celebi. Uh good stuff. Uh, I like this one a lot. Okay. Uh, so uh, where do we want to put it on the tier list? I'd say below memento on a, yeah, I'd say either low A or high B. I'd say above. The sake of not having everything in the top. I would say I would say above insomnia B. I wouldn't mind either. Yeah, it's definitely high B. High B is good. Yeah, high B. This is above insomnia B. Yeah, that's I'm good with that. Yeah. Nice. So Sarah, talk about the prestige. Prestige, fucking love this movie. Uh, (laughs) Love this. I saw this one also for the first time, like maybe a year ago or so. But I've already rewatched it like three or four times. As you should. It's it's so good. It's so good. I I love Christian Bale. Uh, I was really excited to watch this one once I found out that he was in it. And also watch this. That too. Most of the movies I watch are because you tell me to watch them. But that's besides the point. Uh, I'm so happy you liked it. The David the David Bowie cameo, I always love that because David Bowie's cool. Um Hugh Jackman's really good in it. Uh Scarlett Johansson. I was I had no idea she was in it when I started watching it. So when she showed up, it was like, is that her? Wolverine? Really cool. And Black Widow and Batman? What? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I the thing I love the most about this movie is once you've seen it and you know how it ends and you know the big twist. Like you can go back and notice all the little details that like pretty clearly hint at it, but are hard to pick up on it until you know the twist. And it's like every single time I've rewatched it, I've found something new. I've noticed like some little detail that just makes it just more and more enjoyable. And I just I love the like competitive like story between Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale's characters. It's just had this movie every single time i've watched it it's gone higher and higher on my ranking for nolan and also just in general it's one of my favorite movies it's i can't say enough good things about this movie it's just it's so good uh yeah i think this is uh one of my favorite nolan movies uh it's my second favorite and i think uh, i've only seen it once 
So now that I yeah, and I need to watch it again because I know the it's twist. It's an now. amazing rewatch. It's you, so. Oh God. And like, I think it's even hey, better on a rewatch, but I would give anything to watch it again. Yeah, I want to watch it for the first time again. Oh my god! For the first time. That's what I meant to say. Again, for mm. the first time. Yeah. Yeah, but just like that, knowing the twist, it would be interesting to watch it from that point of view. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, this is Hugh Jackman's second best role, probably, behind Prisoners. I would say that. Fair opinion, fair opinion. I like this movie more, but I am also very biased towards Christopher Nolan. Fair, fair. But no, it's a it's a great movie. I think just like the way like Andrew and Borden, like their relationship together is really, really interesting and uh definitely one I gotta rewatch soon. Um, yeah, yeah. I I, I definitely agree um with everything you guys have said. Um Definitely the point that Sarah makes, how you, like, just notice, like, just, like, even, like, tiny things um, each time you watch it. Like, I, I rewatched it last week, and it was just, it was it was so crazy, like, just picking up on, like, small things that I just, like, once you, yeah, once you know the twist, it's just, it's sort of just, like, a totally different film. I well, I wouldn't say totally different, but it just sort of, you just look at everything differently than the first time you watch it. I think that's just why it works so well for me. Um yeah the the um i'm a big i'm a ever since i was a little kid i was like a big like magic magic fan so this movie just appealed to me a lot so, so i just I, I i loved it a lot um it's just a great rivalry movie between like um yeah hugh jackman and uh, christian bale um uh yeah i can't go wrong with david bowie um, I really wish he would have just like broke out, just started singing or something. But hey, I get it. I get it, Christopher Nolan. I get it. Um, Tesla was known to sing, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I love the movie. I think it's, it's definitely, it's definitely one of the top ones for me, out of um, Christopher Nolan's uh, filmography. And I just, I think each time you rewatch it, so like with Memento for me, it just gets better on every rewatch. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got a bit to say about this one. Um, because I think it was... I think I watched this one for the first time back in, like, 2012 after I finished the Dark Knight trilogy and I'm like, I'm gonna see what else Nolan has. So I'm watching it. And I was just, like, obsessed with, like, Hugh Jackman, Scarlett Johansson, Christian Bale at the time. I was like, these actors are the best actors in the world. No one's better than them, blah, blah, blah. So I'm watching this movie and... It ends, and I think it's the one of the I think the first movie I ever went when it did where I, it ended. I took the little button of the little time thing. I went all the way back and I started it over and I watched it again. So I was like, "How did I miss this? How was I so stupid not to know the twist?" My jaw was on the floor. My mind was yeah. blown. I watched it again and I'm like, "Oh my god." crazy good movie it's one of my favorite nolan movies and i have quite a few favorite nolan movies um uh and i i too like jacob was very into magic in the be beginning of high school end of middle school and all i could really like i was super into card tricks and stuff so when i watched this movie i was like yes let's go magic i love it are you watching closely let's go <laughs> give me now uh, you see me vibes yeah well this is so much better than now you see me now you see me is better than the prestige first i think <laughs> now you see me is underrated 
Yeah, but it's still not better than this movie. That's, no, that's the, true. The rivalry, it doesn't even come close. The rivalry is fantastic. The the obsession to try to outdo the other is just fantastic. I, I really love it. They just outdo each other every time until someone just ends up, you know, I don't want to say anything. Uh, but I really, I, I, I really love this one. It blew my mind. Uh, I watched this. Uh, I've showed one of my friends at Purdue this movie. And I'm watching it, and I'm just like, oh, God, he has to know that the twist. Like, he's got – because I'm watching I'm like, it's so obvious. And then when it happened, he was like, what? And I'm like, I'm so happy he didn't get it because I'm here thinking, oh, my God, he has to know. Like, come on. <laughs> I guess not. And it still just gets people. And it's – it's. I love seeing people's reactions to this movie. Um, like Sarah said, I wish I could watch this for the first time because uh, that it's a it's a really good first watch and a really good rewatch too super entertaining you don't feel the runtime the music's actually not bad it's pretty good it's just it's not amazing um, I mean, it's not what you focus on in this movie i feel like I, so much other stuff going on yeah after after a couple of rewatches i was like let me let me let me hear the music and it's it's just in the background like it's nothing notable but it, it does add to the film's mystery kind of intensity i don't know um but yeah, Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale, awesome performances. Rebecca Hall's pretty good too. I think she's in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. T- uh, David Bowie, awesome. He's not even really cameo. He's kind of a big part of the movie. True. And then Andy Serkins True. is good too. Just a great. Yeah, this is a fantastic movie. I I love it, and it's a Nolan classic. Um, I haven't seen this movie in a minute. Uh, it's been. Uh, probably five years. You you know, I'll try, Sarah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, I watched this in my honors freshman English uh, uh, class because we were doing Frankenstein, and my teacher thought it was close. I I don't know. I don't know. That's really funny. Yeah, but we watched it. Oh, this is awesome! I, 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 I get to watch a Christopher Nolan movie I haven't seen because I had seen, uh, I think, um, five of them to that point: the Dark Knight trilogy, Inception, and Interstellar. Um, And (laughs) watching it in class setting was neat, but yeah, I haven't watched it since, and I I know I really enjoyed it. The twist got me. Uh, The one particular one is just—it's just really shocking, and it kind of just takes full advantage of the concept i feel like it's not uh grounded as other ones but i feel like that um adds to the film it like takes full advantage of it's like the kind of the sci-fi concept um uh and with that it it provides more rooms for like twists and turns and it also uh no uh, that's stupid uh but no i i enjoyed it i i i think this is probably in the bottom half of like my Nolans because I not 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 that this is bad. I just I have this at like number seven on my ranked, which is why you need to rewatch it. No, you that's fair. He hasn't rewatch. seen it in a while. Exactly. Yeah, which okay. it's, it's why he needs to rewatch it. <laughs> oh but God, it's fair. yeah, it's it's it just like the six the six uh, above it. I just enjoy more. I I still like this movie a lot, so it's not it's not bad. I'm, I'm, no, no. I, I for mean, the record, it's not bad. It this Not did bad. start off at. I would agree with you. This did start off at. I'm pretty sure it either six or seven for me, and now it's at number four. It's at number four for me too, Sarah. 
We yeah, probably don't have the same three of it. A rewatch needs to be. Uh, we do because... in different order. Oh, you really? No, well, I think we're missing one movie. Yeah, but two are up. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Definitely with Sarah's number one pick. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. We all know what it is. <laughs> All right. All right where, where are we going to rank this, guys? S tier. I have it below Memento. Yeah, I would say that too. I'd put I, an S. I'd put an S as well. Um, low S, high A. That's what I would S-tier do. S tier wins out then. Uh, Let's, go. Let's go. Damn. Damn. All right. It's okay, Kenny. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm happy with that placement. <laughs> I, I I'm okay with it. I I, I just I think I, I mean, I'm not I'm not like ah oh, really. Yeah, I, I from I what you I were talking about. Probably, I probably enjoyed Prestige more than Memento, even though I have Memento higher on my list. I gotta reevaluate this. I haven't updated it in like a year. It published one year ago, so I gotta figure that out. <clears throat> I think that's it. <laughs> uh, well then, let's move on to the Dark Knight. Uh, I, I'm not going to say too much. You know, it's The Dark Knight, and I know people who love this movie a lot more than I do. So, uh, like, I understand the love. I don't love it. I don't quite have that, but it's still great. I mean, Heath Ledger is amazing as uh, Joker. Uh, so, you know, that's a given. It's a uh, Mark Hamill is very close behind, but uh, yeah, I will. <laughs> move on to Jacob. Oh. Jared, Jared I was so confused. I was like, Mark Hamill isn't in the Dark Knight. Did I miss something? Joker. I think Mark Hamill's the second best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely agree with Mark Hamill being second best. But um, yeah, I think this is one of the best comic book movies of all time. Can't go wrong. Um, I, I think just... I think what really sells it for me, or what I what I enjoy so much, is just how dark and gritty um the the story is but it also feels like grounded um compared to like other comic book comic book movies that were coming out at the time um yeah and i just think like darking like the dark and gritty gotham it just sort of is just built on what christopher nolan set up in the batman begins so it just it's just increased um yeah i i I just I, i love the environment that the movie takes place in um and the problems that occur in the story like with like the villains and stuff it's not like you know like oh we're trying to destroy the world or whatever it's just about just like like crime like mob bosses and i think i think that's just what really does it for me i I like those types of stories anyway and i think when you when you add in like like the joker and then you also get sort of like the the justice elements of like um two-faced like harvey dent um it sort of just adds on more to kind of just like the morals of the story that um that uh christopher nolan really wants to bring to light um yeah it's just it's every time i watch it i just i it 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 it, it means a lot to me just because it's it's yeah the story is just so great and i love each character i think does their best because they're all flawed in their own ways and i think that's sort of something that um you can really you can really tell a movie is good when each character is flawed but you still end up finding ways to like them or just find ways to appreciate them as characters um 
So yeah, that's that's all I have to say about the movie. Sophie? Uh, yeah, I completely agree with you there. Um, I don't really have much else to add on besides... Uh, uh, and Matthew already brought up the performance by Heath Ledger and Joker is just iconic and got him an Oscar. Um, it's just like, it's going to go down in history as one of the best performances in like a comic book movie ever. Um, and yeah, this is probably one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. I was obsessed with it when I first watched it. Uh, and I remember my parents went to go see it in theaters and I never got to see it in theaters because I was, I guess, too young, 2008. I don't know. I wish I got to see it in theaters, but I remember when I asked my parents, how'd you like it? And my mom went, it was loud, <laughs> really loud. <laughs> and then I said to her, you're getting old. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what else to say that hasn't been said about this movie already yet. The score is fantastic. It's somehow better than Batman Begins. Um, the, the theme for the Joker is just fantastic. Uh, I really like the story in this one. It just shows how vulnerable uh, Bruce Wayne can be and when he's put in situations, when he's got to like save people he loves. Um, yeah, it's just really, really great grounded film, but also has some, you know, crazy good topics on, you know, corruption and mob bosses and whatnot. Like what Jacob was saying it was really good stuff. Um, and yeah, uh, also this is probably, I really like Batman's suit in this one a lot more than Batman Begins. It's way cooler. I mean, it's the same one in Rises, but it's pretty dope in this one. And it's probably my favorite of the trilogy. Uh, it's probably the tightest script too. Um, it doesn't really waste time on anything. It's, it's, it just keeps going and the pacing's fantastic given the long run time, but I don't care. I honestly could have watched way more of the movie um but yeah i love it one of my favorites definitely one of nolan's best films um this like I, what i was saying with like batman begins where it was like nolan trying to find his groove with action this is him finding his groove um like it's not like the the hand-to-hand -hand stuff is is like it, it's supposed to look pretty you know raw like especially when like it's like all the Joker stuff, uh, like in the the apartment, or um, uh, when he comes out of the body bag. Um, but like the like the the whole vehicle, like the whole like Harvey Dent, uh, uh, Joker, Batman sequence with the tumbler and everything. It's great. It's awesome. Um, and like this is Nolan. Uh, with full use of like IMAX and it leads to like some really good shots of just like huge, huge wide shot shots of the city. Like you have one of like, uh, of, of Shanghai, uh, and then, uh, one of like Chicago in the beginning, uh, with a theme. Um, it's, it's just nice. It's just a really good movie to look at. And, um, there's so much going on and you never get bored because, and I always I always forget what happens next, <laughs> like because there's so much like in the story. Um, there's one thing like I feel like if you dive in pretty deep into this movie, you're gonna get into like a whole plot hole kind of thing with like Joker's plan. Um, Don't talk about and... the plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, I'm saying okay. What I'm saying is that I feel like you can forgive it 
uh, a bit much, uh, a bit because it's just it's just a it's just a fun movie. I feel like once we get to Rises, you really you really kind of think about it more. Uh, but this, you're just like, okay, this is awesome. Great performances, great action, great like outstanding music. I still listen to music probably from this one the most, and then Rises. Um, but like the Why So Serious at the beginning, and then like the whole uh, sequence with uh, like the final sequence with the sonar or whatever it's called. Um, oh yeah, and, and the Iron and Man, one, the Iron Man. He goes Iron Man with his eyes. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever that is, like the the fucking sonar, like with the s- cell phones, the lights. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting. Uh, <laughs> um, kind of goofy. Yeah, it's a little goofy, but I don't know. It's 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 Batman stuff. It's still um, fun. I'm like, it's Batman. Yeah. Give me anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like, I like some of the choices where there's like no music in like the whole, um, like car sequences with the trucks and all that, yeah. no music there. That's neat. Um, and, uh, I always like the, like, there's like that one little detective thing. Like, it's kind of like, it's pretty short, like with, uh, with the, the bullet in the, um, in the wall and he's like doing some detective work on that and it leads to another thing. I thought I always liked that scene. Um, oh, and then the scene where all the, the the cops just like run, like it, like there's so many cops and like on the on the block, and it's it's just it's just it's a, it's a it's a pretty good pretty good movie. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I had a cohesive thought and I lost it. Uh, Show my cards. There's the <laughs> Joker, and then. This one is called Harvey Two Face. Um, as as everyone knows, that is his full name. Yeah. No dent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it's to build off the plot whole thing. I just don't like talking about. It. I don't like hearing about it because I just like to ignore it. Because I like I. This was what I wrote in like my most recent letterbox review. It's just like to me, this is what I feel like the perfect movie is. Like I know objectively there's probably flaws but i don't agree so i just like to ignore them (laughs) as we will see with a certain movie that we will be talking about in a little bit but tennis (laughs) (laughs) sure but i i love this movie so much uh somehow the joker this is easily the best joker performance but it's not my favorite villain role of all time but uh like it, every time i watch it it's just i'm blown away all over again by like how good heath ledger is as a joker um one of my favorite scenes is oh god why am i completely forgetting what the scene is <laughs> i literally i had all these thoughts all these things i was gonna say but then because i'm the last one to talk about it i forgot like half of what i was gonna say but I love this movie. We should start with you last for Dark Knight Rises too, so you forget everything. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <No>. <laughs> Actually, you'll be you'll be. Uh... This isn't a Christopher Nolan rank. This is a pick on Sarah podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be third for Dark Knight Rises, uh, I think. So. I was gonna say like one of my favorite scenes. Uh... The hospital no. blow-up scene. The hospital blow-up. Okay. That's what I was going to talk about. <laughs> hospital blow-up. I can see in your mind. I love that oh scene so much. Like, I just, I don't know. Explosions are cool. But, like, the way that what happens is just the Joker walking away in a fucking nurse's outfit. That was improvised. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, like, it's a huge, like, 
explosion, like, you can't exactly recreate that very easily without, like, spending a lot of money and destroying more buildings. So, like, like that's, like, it works so well with the character, like, how it happened, too. And, like, I really like that. One thing I really liked also was I really like Maggie Gyllenhaal a lot more as Rachel than Katie Holmes. So, like, that recasting... Um, it, it threw me off so much when I was younger because the concept of recasting actors like in movies like didn't register with my mind because I was like I was a child when I first watched it. You gotta do the Harvey Rachel. It's like Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> yeah, I and then just the thing I love about the Joker is just like he doesn't really have a plan. It's just pure chaos create as much chaos as you can he's not like, an agent of chaos yeah chaos is awesome. the name of one of the songs chaos. on the album and i yeah. love that song it's a great song <laughs> a great i listened song. to it like three times in a row the other day it's so good right it's so intense it's so good wow uh that's probably all i'll say to keep this not too long um one thing i wanted to add was um i feel like the cross cutting in this is like probably the best. That, oh, well, well, I th actually no, no, not the best because the best is probably in it in a, a Inception. But like, um, just the like difference in scenes. Like you have the cross cut of, uh, um, like the the phone in the guy's stomach. I forget what else yeah. is in that. Oh scene. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, just it's it's just kind of neat. Like 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 he does it really well and. Oh, oh, oh! The one—it's the one at the uh, the funeral um, where he's um, like Bruce is up top, and then yeah. there's a cross cut to uh, the cops, and then there's a cross cut to the mayor speaking, um, and it just provides so much tension. And like as the camera is panning over to all the the guys with the shooting, um, like it's uh, it's it's like he just like he carries th that. Uh, great use of cross-cutting over to Inception, which, like, I think Inception... We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. That's next. <laughs> One thing I forgot to add, of what I have to say this, because it's basically my version of the fact. Uh, I always have to mention Lower Wacker Drive, the where they shot, like, the chasing where, like, the Joker's, like, hanging, like, out the trunk, the truck window or whatever. With, like, it, I don't know. Every time I drive through that when I'm in the city... I feel like I'm in the movie just because it, I don't know. I love this movie. I love just. Or what out. about what about when he's in the Lambo and uh, he's uh, driving in those like it's like those yellow underpasses under the subway. Like I always see that when I'm in Chicago. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. There's gonna be scenes like that in the new Batman movie because my sister saw part of that movie be filmed in Chicago. Well, what's interesting about that one is that it's like a amalgamation of. Is that even a word? I keep saying that. It is a word. a word. It is a word. Okay, okay, okay. It's just like a combination of different cities. So it's gonna be like London um, and like UK. It's. Well, I mean, that's be like like a hodgepodge of gothic and, and urban culture. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, most. I'm pretty sure all the movies, like at least in the Dark Knight trilogy, like none of them were filmed in one specific city. I just know the Dark Knight was very heavily filmed in Chicago and Hong Kong. Well, obviously, but like, and then they changed it to oh, Pittsburgh in the next movie. Yeah, that's no exactly interesting. They still use Chicago, though. Could have been Soldier Field. 
Dude, that football oh. seat's so freaking low. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk right. about we got two more movies, guys. Forever. We got two more movies. Hold your horses. You guys, are you guys ready to rate this? Oh, I, yeah. I, I have two things to add. Two things to add. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, one, the interrogation scene is like one of my favorite scenes in like any movie. Yes. Um, yes. Two, shout out to Christopher Nolan again in a bad way for scaring me again as a child. <laughs> I, I went to see this movie in theaters when i was like oh six years old yeah, you're... oh my gosh and the darn two face reveal scared the crap out of me as a kid so thank oh, you no. thank you chris Nolan. <laughs> oh my god oh. it's your fault for seeing this as a six-year-old thank you mom that's, how did I, that's not his fault <laughs> like, like oh i'm gonna go see and i woke up to two face scarring me so um, but yeah that's all i had uh so like like a, a couple of years ago, I was I got pretty into like Batman comics, and I read the the Long Halloween. And this movie is basically not the entire thing, but like with the with the Two Face, um, that is basically the Long Halloween. And um, and Chris Nolan is as credited as that being his inspiration for the Harvey Dent side of the story. Um, and so I'd recommend Halloween Long Halloween if you haven't read it. They also made like an animated movie. Like yeah, the recent yeah. Thing. I think they, I think they changed some things. They changed things for the animated movies because they want to be different. Um, so, cool. All right. Uh, where do we want to put this on the tier? List? S above. Oh, S. Yeah, it's S. S <laughs> above. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm the only <clears throat> above. I'm the only person below the prestige. No, no. We're going above. You like this. Bless. I like the perceived more than that's Batman, understandable. Yeah. Hey, Sarah, no, no. That, face, that is understandable. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I understand that, Matthew. Very respectable choice. Sarah, chill. Sarah, Sarah, whoa, Have you whoa, ever whoa. Me to be a chill person. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, Marissa, Just wait until we get Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I'm gonna drag that shit up as high as I can. All right, you know what? I decided to change my prestige to A tier. No, I'm just... All right, let's, let's go to... Inception. Okay, I'm good with that. <laughs> uh, Jacob, start us off with Inception. Okay, Inception is my fourth favorite movie of all time. I love this film. Each t- I, I try to watch it a couple times a year, you know, as as one does with this film, of course. Um, uh. The like the, literally the only problem I have with this film is that like the first time watching it, it's hard to follow. But then after you like watch it a couple more times, it's it's easier to digest, I guess. Um, I think what is just amazing about this film is just how smart the concepts are, and then how well Christopher Nolan can execute them from like when it comes to like script to screen. Um, and I think that I think that just is due to like the amazing visuals of like with like the practical effects, like the spinning like hallway scene. Oh my gosh, so good. Um, and just like even like the CGI visuals with um, it's like the like the collapsing like city, like mirror sort of. Um, yeah, just great practical effects. Um, all around. Um, just awesome set pieces. Um, especially in like the third act when they get near like the like the snow area and everything just great set pieces and i i'll say the cast is like it's like one of the best ensembles in my opinion in like a movie i think everyone performs amazing um especially leonardo dicaprio um joseph gordon levitt uh they're just oh it's just so good 
Um, and I think I, I it's like it's so it, in my opinion it feels fast paced, but in like a good way. Um, I don't I don't know if other people have that opinion. I, I um it just it just like everything works so well for me. Just like the story wise, it's just like everything's constantly moving, especially when they get into like actually like the dreams. Uh, it's just it's constantly just ramping up, especially in the third act. Everything just ramps all the way up to eleven, and uh, yeah, especially um the like the twist near the end of the film when you find out like Cobb and his like wife is just really good. Um, and, oh my gosh, there's just oh it's so it's so much in my head to think about this movie. It's just it's just so good. Um, yeah, all the performances are amazing. And yeah, I, I, it's just the concepts to me are just so mind blowing about how like Christopher Nolan could come up with like stuff like that. Um, and then just I, I feel like he would be the only he's like one of the only directors, I think, that could like pull something off like that and like bring it to screen. Um, and then, of course, one of my favorite parts, is the ending, it like leaves viewers wondering, you know, questioning like the reality of the actual like ending and the movie itself. So. Yeah, overall, one of my favorite movies of all time, and uh, I'll I'll leave it at that and let other people talk about it too. Jacob, you just stole all my thoughts, bro. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I love <laughs> this kidding. movie so much. No, I I, I mean I'm I'm the exact same way. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It was actually my favorite of all time before La La Land came out, and then overtook that spot. <laughs> uh, but right now, it's sitting in my top five very comfortably. It's my favorite Nolan movie. Um, I remember watching it when it came out and I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. And my dad and I, we had it playing on the TV for a whole weekend straight. We watched it at least six times. We were trying to get everything. Like we were trying to analyze like, we were, oh, oh, let go back. We have to catch this part or look at how this part connects with that part. We watched that movie so many times, like back to back. Like when it ended, we started it again and we kept going because it was just, so much fun to watch it and we would just like make dinner and it was on and, and we blasted it too we had our speakers and it, it, we just extra brah, brah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where this came about and inception holds a very special place in my heart because it it began my obsession with film scores uh, i listened to this this uh, it's the first ever like film score i bought on itunes um, and it's the first time I ever heard of Hans Zimmer and I listened to the soundtrack or the score all the time. I was obsessed. Time is such a great song. Dream is collapsing. That entire album I will listen to. And it's a little underrated just because it's overshadowed a lot by Interstellar now, but it's still a good one. It's still a really good one. And it's what began, it, it began my downward spiral to this chaos that is my love for film scores. <laughs> um, but yeah, about the movie though, um, this movie rocks. Uh, I can't believe at one time I was like, I can't believe <laughs> I said this movie was confusing at one point. I mean, yeah, I guess if you're watching it for the first time, it's a little confusing. But now I'm like, oh, this is so easy to understand. Come on, you guys. You guys are just yeah. dumb. This is <laughs> a piece of cake. Easy peasy. Um, yeah, but there's just something about it that you watch it. And I still catch on little things that I didn't before. And if you give it enough time apart of like your last watch, you just you forget. Or I, I remember I hadn't seen Inception in like a whole year and I rewatched it and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about all this. This is great stuff. It's 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 perfect. 
Um, and I considered it a perfect movie for a while. I still do. It's 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 such a fun watch. I I remember having this was one of the few movies I had downloaded on my on my computer, and I would just watch it on the airplane. It's a great airplane ride because it just clocked in at I think two hours and thirty or forty minutes. And anytime I went to Purdue and back home, I'd watch Inception on the plane, and it was amazing. So fun. Um. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say other than uh, I agree with a lot of what Jacob said about the plot of the film and the performances and the set design. Uh, I really love the the cool practical visual effects that they had going on with the again the 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 rotating hallway and the collapsing city and all the effects that they had during uh, when they were in the dream world and it just every every little detail in the world building is just fantastic in this you just you just get immersed into it and you're like oh i want to have dreams like this this is pretty cool uh, i remember watching an honest trailer about it <laughs> the guy was just complaining about all the stupid stuff they dream about it's like come on the guy couldn't dream up like a tank or something and they do like, <laughs> little medium guns <laughs> so that was pretty funny uh this movie's fantastic and i really love how people are still talking about the ending today that's just what makes a great movie mm -hmm. you just it's it's been what 12 years since it's come out and people are still talking about the ending and whether or not it you know it was real or not like I, i'm not even gonna avoid spoilers or everyone knows what happens <laughs> like was knows. it a dream yeah. was it not a dream who knows and there's like very good there's there's solid facts that it was reality, but then there's other theories that it was a dream, and it. I love, I love digging deep into those debates. It's it's fascinating, um, and I'm just gonna stop right there because I'm rambling now. Kenny, you go. <laughs> um, I hate this movie. No I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, we would have kicked you out. <laughs> no, this, this movie is pretty pretty cool. Uh, I think it's like one of the movies you can go back to the most. Like that. I feel like this is this and like The Dark Knight. I like if I'm watching something with people and I want to watch a Christopher Nolan movie, those are the two I'd watch. Because because this is just a full on. This is now just an action movie. I feel like Dark Knight is has some action, but it's also a, like a thriller. Um, but this is just solid action, action, and it like just dives right into the concept, which it seems like a, it's like a very simple concept, but also very complex at the same time. Um, and I like like what I, Sophie, you were saying that like I don't get why like people are so confused. <laughs> yeah, um, like and so I, I get that too. Like it, like it, I feel like. Uh, it helps with the differentiation of each scene or each each dream. Like you have, like at the end, you have um, uh, like the snow fortress, and then you have like the hotel. The tears. And then, Those are amazing. yeah. Then you have the rain. Oh, you have the rain and the um, uh, in the van, and then we're, they were in a plane, right? Yeah, they're yeah. in a yeah, they're in a plane. So like that, you can tell what what's happening in each. You know. Um, it's just it's just beautiful the way that was put together. It's just yeah, masterful. Definitely, definitely masterful. took a lot of work to make this. Um, it's well, his it's, he said that it was a passion project of his. Um, but well, this... he took a lot of inspiration from Paprika. That's like a big... yeah. I saw I saw that he like like everyone brings up that they brought some like like it kind of some anime. It's, it's, yeah, um, yeah, it is an anime. It's actually a pretty good movie. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, if you loved Inception, definitely check out Paprika. It's similar. I, yeah, I've, I've heard it. Time, so. um, I'm sorry, I didn't I mean to like, interrupt you, Kenny. Go for it. Oh, no, 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 you're good. I feel like with that, I feel like this is like 
uh, Christopher Nolan's Matrix. Because, like, Matrix is kind of, like, influenced yeah. by, um, you know, like, like I, Hong Kong cinema and also, like, anime. Um, and this, like, it's, like, less depressing than The Matrix, but it, it, it just takes full advantage of its concept and goes with it. Um, it's kind of a dumb uh, comparison, but you, you get the point. Uh, but yeah, I, I listen to music still. I think the one I listen to the most isn't like Dream is Collapsing. I used to listen to that a lot, or really Time. Such a good one. Um, I listen to Mombosa the most. Oh, Mombosa when you're that, driving a... on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> it hits different. You just want to cut everyone off, and you're just like, I'm being chased. <laughs> I listen to that in the morning sometimes on my drive just to get to work faster. Oh my God. <laughs> it's good um, stuff, dude. Oh, yeah, stuff. this is a this is this is a very cool movie. Um, uh, like all, I like all the little details. Like, of course, everyone probably brings up that like the the names of the characters are an anagram for dreams or whatever. Just like those are a little neat touch, you know, like little little fun detail. Um, and yeah, and, and like I was saying with Dark Knight with the cross cutting, um, this is like where it's the best probably out of all of his work um because it just like you just see what's happening you know what's happening in each scene and you see the effects of um like how each scene kind of carries over like if it's turning around and the other in one scene that leads over to like a full zero g sequence so it's it's pretty neat that's all i have to really say <laughs> I'm gonna make a Hans Zimmer playlist right now as we speak because I'm super into it. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. Can you send it to me? Yeah. You don't need. You, you don't need. Some, on there. You don't need. Yeah, you need some uh, um, a boss baby. Mad no! Bar, oh, yeah. Mega yeah. Mind. You need boss Thelma baby. Louise, the holiday. Some, uh, uh, Panda. Uh, all right, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't really know what else I could add to this. Just but. I think it's one of those movies. It it makes me realize how much I love Nolan because, like, I have this embarrassingly low in my ranking of his movies, but like, I love it yeah, so you much. You only watched it, I think, two years ago when yeah, I it was like for the movie club. Remember? Yeah. So, like, because I remember you were texting me like during it, and you're like, "Final, stop bothering you, so you can actually focus." I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then I rewatched it pretty recently, and it was like. It just reminded me of, like how well put together it is and just like how engaging of a story and it's like i complain about long run times in movies all the time but like you do not feel two and a half hours in this like i and it's like one of those things like i'm not quite at the point where this can be like a background movie for me but i feel like if it ever gets to that point where i've seen it enough times it'll be something that i put on just for background noise but i'll end up being distracted and just watching the whole thing because it's just it's such a well-made movie and then i don't know as much about movie scores and i only know like two of the songs off the top of my head but time just like instant chills like it's just it's so good it's such a good song i, I love hans zimmer i love christopher nolan this movie's great i'm gonna leave it at that <laughs> yeah I mean, you guys have already said everything i uh this is my favorite nolan movie i watched it for the first time since theaters uh Two years ago 2020 wow. early 2020 and so you know it's more fresh in my brain and i you know i feel like i still remember a whole lot from the movie but it's just incredibly well crafted and like the 
um story you know it's just like it's a heist it's a heist movie but it's like it's so creative with like how it uses like the dream layers and like how uh also just the editing how it has to like cut from like one dream to another layer and it's like it's not yeah it's really well done uh yeah i was confused when i watched it in theaters but i was also 10 years old so i understand yeah <laughs> But now that I've seen it more recently, it's just like it's not confusing at all. I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's 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 best. Like I can see how I can see how people would get confused if they aren't paying attention to the movie like they should, but <laughs> because it changes throughout the dreams pretty quickly, like once it gets later, but mm -hmm. it's, other than that, it's really not confusing. No, it's like not. like like no one pretty explains it pretty clearly like the concept like, there's, yeah, there's a lot of exposition yeah you know? exposition yeah, yeah it doesn't that's help a that a lot of it. the plot points i could barely understand with ken wanatabe's accent i was like oh god you gotta i need something no it, it was tough it, as, <laughs> really? a, as a no. younger as a young i like and you know i could under I, it oh, was tough, oh so. yeah I mean, if you're younger, then maybe. Yeah, look, I was like he's, a little a, like now. Now it's guy. now it's easier. But like when Let I was younger, fight. I was like, "What is he saying?" <laughs> I just need subtitles for everything. Yeah, The performances <laughs> also all great. I mean, yes. like this is a movie where you need to like have amazing performances, but like it just. And Leo is just outstanding. In oh, if, scroll, if you scroll through the letterbox reviews. There's so much that just talks about, like, basically people saying, like, they ship uh, Tom Hardy and Joseph Gordon-Levitt's characters, and then there's the different variations of all the people, like, shipping all that. Like, it, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> and Tom Hardy's great. He's, he's Oh, yes. Funny. He's probably he's my favorite. Good. He's having fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, pacing is perfect. I think just... Uh, you yeah you guys have already said you don't feel the runtime it's just paced so well so uh i got nothing to add you guys have already said everything this is my favorite nolan movie so it's the top of s tier for me i would say s tier as well i would say behind dark knight i'd say it's the s tier like nothing in front and nothing in, I, that's in how i feel damn i'm not gonna fight just because i already know that i would the lose best one. it's number one Number one. Easy, number easily one. number one for me. I'm here for one and one thing only, and it's to drag the Dark Knight Rises up as high as I possibly can. Uh... All right. Well, <laughs> let's move on to the Dark Knight Rises, and we will start with Sarah. Are we actually starting with No, wait, what? I, I, I'm, the, I'm the host. I can, I can decide. I'm the host. I mean. Well, damn. If we're starting with me, I guess we're starting with me. Sarah's, Sarah's gonna say all the good things. Oh, Toby, we'll start with Interstellar. Sarah, we'll start with you here for this one. Wait, so so we're starting with me, okay? Okay. For Wait. the next one, we'll start okay. back up, okay. Sophie. But uh, yeah, we can start with Sarah. Uh, so as you may know, this is my favorite movie. Uh, really? I honestly don't really know why. I because objectively, Nolan has a lot of movies that are better than this but i personally still love it um i this was the first movie i ever cried watching because when i was younger i didn't catch at the very end uh the whole like autopilot thing and i didn't realize that until like i was like 17 or years old or something so i spent like five years just totally thinking he was dead at the end of the movie um 
things like i can't really explain why i love it so much like i can like talk about like a few things that i really like like the football scene like that's one of my favorite scenes in any movie it's just i don't know why you like it's... football yes but that's also not why i like the scene it's just, i don't know like to go from like the little kids singing the national anthem to just ex- like the kickoff and like all the explosions and the player realizing oh shit my entire team just fucking died and then like Bane comes out on the field and it's just and then Bane as well like I he's no joker but like it's such he's such a good villain I still really like him as a villain uh and then uh one thing that I feel like I have to mention I know Sophie is the one I think that point first I got this from because of her review when they're chanting when they're in like the pit thing it sounds like pasta pasta (laughs) sounds like they're just chanting fish pasta yeah that's literally like the first thing when I'm watching in the movie theaters I'm like are they saying fish fish pasta pasta (laughs) oh that's a good point I'm thinking back on that and I can't I'm here anymore dang it why'd you say that (laughs) well now it's gonna break your perception of the chant because um, it literally sounds like this, like fish, fish, pasta, pasta. <laughs> yeah, and then one Sorry, more thing, I burst in everyone bubble. Uh, I also I really liked uh, Anne Hathaway in this. I no, this was not my first movie because I saw the Princess Diaries movies before I saw this because those movies are awesome. But I really liked her performance. Um, I just think it, she added another like i don't know i just really liked her performance as catwoman i just i don't know i have a such an irrational love for this movie that like people can point out all the plot holes they want and i just it makes me love it even more partially out of spite but also just because i just love it so much uh yeah i don't know i i don't know what else i could say without rambling and repeating myself even more but i love this movie so much yeah, I I've liked every Catwoman who's uh, every actor who's played the Catwoman so far. You know, I think Pfeiffer, Hathaway, Kravitz uh, are the only ones I've seen. Howie Berry. So. Oh no, no, not, well, she's not Catwoman. <laughs> she's not Selena Kyle. She's uh. Oh yeah. I, 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 I mean, the movie I hasn't come out Kyle. yet. Yeah. No, okay, Kravitz in Lego Batman movie. Well, I guess I, I'm still seeing a voice actor. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, specifically oh. Selena Kyle because Halle Berry is Patience Phillips, and uh, so I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> but I haven't seen this since theater, so I'm I don't I'm not gonna say anything. I would just go to theater. Okay. Um. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what Sarah said. Um, I think this movie gets sometimes unnecessary hate. I think compared to his other films, I I enjoy this movie a lot. Um, I think it's one of my, I I've I've yeah. I it's one of my more rewatched Nolan films. Definitely not as much as like Inception or like Dark Knight. Um, but yeah, I I enjoy Bane as a villain. I think I think he is good. Um, his accent kind of throws me off sometimes. 
but um, I I I I don't know. I I don't have too much of a problem with it. I think uh, Tom Hardy does a good job. He really bulked up for the role. It's he's like a really menacing. Um, yeah, and I I, I love the set pieces um that um occur in the movie, especially like at the beginning with like the the airplane, um and the sort of near the end when all of, like the criminals and then like the police officers are like fighting each other at the end and like the um like downtown i i really enjoyed that um yeah i think what holds me back the most sarah sarah mentioned it was the like the plot issues in the film uh there's just like um just some things kind of just like throw me off a little bit um and uh yeah 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 i i don't know like especially with like the national guard near the end or like the army near the end they sort of um they sort of made some weird decisions that i i was just wondering wondering why um and i think the choice to make like um like bruce wayne be gone from gotham for a couple months was kind of weird i I don't know it didn't do too much for the pacing for me but um i just i just still found it weird um and i love the look that it gives of like bruce wayne and how he deals with the effects of the the ending of dark knight um and just sort of like how broken he is and how um yeah like everything that happened with like harvey dent and um uh commissioner gordon i i really i really appreciate the look it gives into that um yeah i think that's it's mainly all i had to say for the movie just the plot holes kind of hold it back but i still think it is a good movie overall with like good action and a good villain so Okay, Sophie. I already spoke about Inception. Oh, we're not at Inception. <laughs> Did you think yeah. we were talking about Inception this whole time? See, I, I no. skipped to Sarah because I could. I was also you. I knew you weren't paying attention, so I'm just like Sarah can start with the Dark Knight Rises. She's yeah, Dark Knight Rises. I'm. I was actually just looking at the, the, the score, the album for that. Very cool. Um, I remember watching this and then like just crying. I watched this in theaters with two people that had never seen Dark Knight or Batman Begins. I dragged them to the theater. I was like, we have to watch this. And I watched it and I was like, I'm, I love it. I love this movie so much. I was obsessed. I watched it all the time. Um, it played a lot on TV and I just, I, I kept watching this one a lot. Like, I think I've seen this one more than I have the other two. Um, I've watched this movie so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it hasn't Age the best for me. Um, like I rewatched the Dark Knight trilogy in 2020 during COVID, and I'm like, let's go, Batman Begins, great, let's go, Dark Knight, woohoo! And then Dark Knight Rises, and I was like, oh, this is kind of goofy. <laughs> Some of it's kind of goofy. Um, I don't remember this happening or this being just like very conveniently there or like many plot holes but that's okay it kind of went over my head and it's it's a lot of fun uh i really like anne hathaway as a Catwoman. uh and then uh, i was so obsessed with this movie in high school that my history teacher whenever he talked to me he would go to a baby voice and he would just talk to me in a bird voice and he'd do that with his mouth and i'm like and he just called me and that's it that's what he would do to make fun of me. And I thought that was very funny because that's the only way he spoke to me. Um, so, yeah, I really like this one. It's not the best, Nolan. It's not the worst one either. I would say it's in the middle of the pack for me. 
Um, I really, I, I love the score for this. It's just Hans Zimmer. James Newton Howard did not come back to score this one, but I think Zimmer just just went all out again. Um, fish, fish, pasta, pasta, great. Uh, Bane is, I mean, Tom Hardy's great as Bane. A lot of people criticized it because it wasn't like the comics at all, but honestly, I had never read the comics and I thought he was pretty badass in the movie. Just don't understand why you, why you would send all the cops to one location and then have no cops left over. Like what the what was that? That's that's the that's the big thing I think people point out of. The I know, and I'm it's just like, like that's that's okay. kind of that's kind of not a good writing. Decision. Like if you're trying to be this part. grounded with Batman and you have that going on. <laughs> I mean, and you also what? have him, you also have him escaping the pit and somehow making his way back to Gotham and then escaping the bomb, <laughs> which is all fine. He's Batman; he can do whatever the hell he wants. But it comes, it goes, it, it gets to the point where it's like this is kind of goofy. Like, <laughs> come on, guys. Yeah. Like, if we're doing that, he could have easily saved Rachel, or not Rachel. Oh, oh wait, oh, hold on. Uh, I forget that he he saves Harvey Dent, and Gordon's the one that. So, supposed to save Rachel, and he didn't get to her. They thought they think that they were going. Yeah, flesh, but, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. That was a really good scene. Fucking yeah. great scene. See, that's that. That never mind. In a better um, movie, <laughs> <laughs> but the Dark Knight Rises it got some great qualities. Uh, I love the relationship that he forms with uh, Selena Kyle and Hathaway, and Marion Cotillard is 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 pretty good. Um. As the daughter of Ra's al Ghul. And then you have the girl from the kissing booth who plays the young girl. <laughs> Joey King. Joey King. <laughs> Joey King. She's pretty good. Uh, I really like that whole backstory. I thought they, I wish they did a little better of the reveal, but. And then you have him, like, he, she stabs him and he kind of just survives that too. It's like, come on, guys. What are we doing here? Uh, but the whole bomb scene, like, that whole, like, last 30 minutes, that was intense. It's good stuff. Uh, Joseph Gordon Lovett's great in the movie. I love the way this movie ends with, you know, him yeah. just discovering the Batcave and oh, that song Rise is so good. And you have Michael Caine just nodding to him when he sees him in the little cafe. Which, you know what? Debatable. That all could be delusion. That probably didn't happen. He's probably dead. No one <laughs> likes his ambiguous endings. No one does well. like his ambiguous endings, but I'm I choose to believe that all is well and he survived and including Bill Batman is still know who existing. Won the war. Yeah, we have no idea. That's uh, <laughs> it's ambiguous. <laughs> uh, but that's all I'll say with the Dark Knight Rises. Solid, really good movie. I have it at a nine out of ten, but it probably will go back down to like an eight out of ten. Sorry, Sarah. But these are all valid criticisms. That's the thing. I'm very It's okay aware. that I we know you love it so much. It's like my my undying love for the Avengers 2012. I can love it. I know there's problems with it, but I will not take it. It's my one of my favorite movies. So <laughs> all right, I'm finished. Is that it? Was that I the last one or is Kenny Kenny left? Kenny, Kenny's left. I still gotta go. Uh, um here's here's the Bane one. No Catwoman one, uh, which is kind of dumb. But you only have one. You have two cards for each movies, and then just one for Dark Knight Rises. Um, I know that Catwoman's not really like a like a villain as much as uh, Bane, but uh, it would have been neat. Um, but yeah, I, I think this and Dark Knight are the two I rewatched the most most out of the trilogy. Um, I, Dark Knight Rises was the one I first movie I think I bought on iTunes. Um, what I like about it is the look. It's got like a colder look 
Um, I, just, I like the the look of the like it's kind of like a post apocalyptic Gotham with like the snow and and uh, just a criminal overworld, um, like like Gotham times two maybe <laughs> if it was like totally utter overrun by by criminals. Um, but um, I think like what I was saying with the uh, Dark Knight is that. Uh, like the the plot holes or thinking about it, you can kind of forgive it because of how much is going on. But like this, I feel like less is going on in this movie. And um, you once you think about some stuff, you can't really stop thinking about it. And it's kind of like uh, uh, this doesn't really make any sense. Like I was saying, like like if you're trying to be, if you're trying to use a grounded approach to Batman, like it, like oh Batman, but in in our world, um, and you have stuff like this, it's like. I I, I I reject your reality. I don't know <laughs> something like that. Um, but the Batwing's cool. All the all the aerial shots. I love when Christopher Nolan does aerial shots. He does it pretty well. Um, and uh, a good finale. And I always and I always enjoy watching this movie. It's it's I don't know. It's it's good. I wouldn't say it's it's a masterpiece. It's it definitely has flaws. So. Two more things right. I thought of all other people. Oh, oh. <laughs> They're just specific scenes. Uh, the mm -hmm. scene where uh, the whole exile or like death by exile thing and uh, Gordon's like walking on the ice and Batman just shows up and then just like lights the flare and like the building just like has the bat like symbol on it. Chills. I love that scene. I don't know. It just I fucking love it. And it's like then, the scene from Amazing Spider-Man 2. It says, I love you on the bridge or whatever. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> and then the scene at the end, uh, or towards the end, when it's like the funeral part where they're like at the grave, and like Alfred's just like bawling, saying that he failed him. Oh my god, that scene breaks me every time. I don't know, even though I've seen it as many times as I have. Like, it just, I don't know. I love this movie so much. Okay, well, are you guys ready to, if you don't have anything else to say, do we want to... All right, Sarah, go ahead. Go, go. Of S -tier. Oh my god, no way. <laughs> I would say a high B. It's not better it than a... Memento. Yeah. Uh, yeah I put definitely... I put it in B. I put yeah. it above Batman Begins. Yes. Yeah, yes. me too. Above Batman. Okay. I, enjoy I think we'll Batman put it Begins. there then just so we we'll put it at the top of B because compromise with Sarah. Hey. <laughs> Hey, I have one thing to say. That's not a compromise. You just listened to all their opinions and just left it there. If you compromise just, with me, it's the bottom of that. That is a compromise because I would probably put it lower. We so. have a democratic system in this yes. real rank. This is a yeah. democracy. So like this no is listen to two people. Majority wins. Okay, Sarah. All right. As I made my Hans Zimmer playlist, you guys can click on so, it. What are your thoughts on Interstellar, Sophie? I go first. Oh, I love this movie so much. Me too. Uh, I, I yet again dragged friends to see this, and they didn't really like it that much because they were like, it was so long. And I'm like, this was so. the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I don't know what to say. Uh, this movie really, it gets criticized a lot. I know why, but I don't freaking care. Uh, 
it's it's it reminded me a lot of contact in a way the movie that came out in the 90s with jodie foster and matthew mcconaughey mm-hmm. um but this one just kind of explores more of i guess love and humanity and time and space and i, I really love that and the whole i like i like how yeah they go and travel along space just to look for a new home and whatnot, but it's just still grounded in that family aspect. Um, God, I can't believe we're just jumping from rises to interstellar. I have to think about this movie now. Forget what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been a while since I've seen it. I think a year or two, maybe. Um, no, I may have watched it last year. I can't remember, but it's it's one I need to rewatch. I should have done my homework, honestly, and rewatched all of these but I didn't have time and I watched Insomnia instead. <sighs> but Interstellar has definitely one of the best film scores for any movie. And I find it extremely impressive that Zimmer composed this without a, a script, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he just went off and just, com- I think he was given a general sense. Am I, am I right? Something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, no one's like, here, this is what the movie's about. Do something with it. <laughs> I was like, like, hey, all right. No, hey, you said organ. That. <laughs> I'm gonna fall asleep on my organ. <laughs> I just said, oh yeah, this is a movie about a father and his daughter, and then Pretty just much. do that. Yeah. <laughs> my microphone <laughs> fell. Um, but yeah, it's it's a beautiful film about relationships and how far he's willing to go to, you know maintain that relationship like i love how it's grounded with that father-daughter relationship and it makes me cry in the end every time when he visits her when she's older and they make it oh my god that whole scene honestly i didn't expect it to go that way when i was watching it for the first time and it did and it felt so like weirdly meta but like super philosophical and deep i was like what is going on this is trippy isn't it like a five-dimensional bookcase I thought it was super creative the way they did that. I, I, honestly, I thought it worked. It's it's pretty fun. Um, it still it still blows my mind every time I watch it. It's also a really good airplane movie. I watch it a lot when I'm on the airplane. Uh, it's just the timing. It's because a, a lot of my flights are like three hours, so I just put it on and I'm there. You know, easy stuff. Uh, but yeah, going back to the movie, McConaughey gives a great performance as uh, Cooper. Chastain's really good too. I wish she was in the movie more. Uh, she's a, a tremendous actress. I, I love how t- Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. I love how he just like Timothy Chalamet jump scare. I forget he was in this movie. Also, Matt Damon jump scare. Yeah, Matt Damon jump scare. I uh, this is like like outtakes from The Martian. Also, I guess. Renesmee. Renesmee is in it. Yeah, she is. Wait. Isn't she Little Murph? She's Murph. She's, She's Murph. young Murph. Yeah. Don't let me leave, Murph. Make me stay, Murph. Uh, I don't really have much else to say, but uh, this is my second favorite Nolan movie. Uh, I think it's absolutely beautiful, and I really love what he did with the themes and Space Journey and that whole thing. It's 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 just a lot of fun, and it's 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 a great watch. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a great rewatch too. Great stuff. Love it. Um, I, I'm trying to piece together, um, a history with this movie. I think I remember seeing stuff, uh, on YouTube before I was going to go see a movie in a theater, um, like 
late 2014. It probably was the third Hobbit movie. I'm like looking at movies that came out that like that season. That makes the most sense. Or maybe Big Hero 6. I don't know. Um, but I the first time I ever interacted with this movie was the soundtrack. I think it was on uh, SoundCloud. And I listened to it when you could actually listen to music for free. on SoundCloud. I, I don't really use SoundCloud uh, now, but I think it's a paid service. Um, but I just like love the mu- music. And I didn't even watch the movie for like another year or two. And then um i did and i it just kind of stuck with me i think mainly because of the music and the visuals and it's a neat story and um and it, it was always my go-to movie to say is my favorite but i don't even know if it really was but um I, I i still enjoy each time and i showed it to my brother two years ago and he really liked it um the the cross-cutting as i've brought up before uh especially towards the end with the um uh like like the, the, there's like two separate like like um uh Matthew McConaughey's character in the in the 5D like the 5D bookcase area and then uh Jessica Chastain's Murph um at the house yeah. like the the cuts between that are just really well done um and yeah i, I, I it's always a, a good movie to go back to and um just take in all the music and um the visuals um and i think like uh, a myth i feel like people have with nolan is that like he hates cgi um and it's not i don't think it's that it's that like he he just likes cgi when it's like used well uh, like when it's incorporated well it's not it's not like a it's actually part of the scene it's to service the scene you know, like, um, like he was praising Dune for all that, like their use of CGI, um, and like his, like his CGI was like pre-rendered. I know for the movie, like they they had it set before um, they started filming, and um, it was like all mathematically correct or whatever. Um, but I, I I just like how he blends the practical with the the, the CGI and that like. Um, everything's just thought out, and um, yeah, that's all I have to really say. <laughs> Can I mention something really fast before Sarah talks? I forgot to mention um, there's a scene in the movie where they just got back on the ship after they've like escaped Matt Damon or whatever, and they're <laughs> trying to find their way back. And in in the song that's called that oh sorry. The song that happens during the scene is called Detach, and it's when Cooper detaches himself and kind of just sacrifices himself and goes into that black hole because they don't have time or something like that. And Anne Hathaway's like, no, please don't do it. That scene has probably one of the most beautiful like music I've ever heard like Zimmer compose. And I put it on my beautiful film score playlist, and one of my friends told me it's not beautiful. And I'm like, you're an idiot. And it was like the first song on my list, and I'm like, just just skip to the end. I know the beginning is it because it's tense, like it's it's tense and and stressful. Are you talking what about Catherine? God. Yes, I am talking about Catherine. <laughs> God damn her! <laughs> I'm gonna listen to this, but that bitch. How dare she? That's one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard, and it's one of the most power. I get chills. I got I get chills every time I watch it. I get chills every time I listen to it. It's just so powerful and epic, and 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 it brings tears to my eyes. It's beautiful. Yeah. 
This entire movie just hits, man. It's it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's one of his more emotional films, and I really like it. I I know what you're talking about with the um, with Detach because I, I I've listened to that a lot. Um, and it, like Amazing. it's like a very it's a very loud and kind of dark song, and then it evolves into like a more beautiful tone. And that's kind of like how Hans did the score for Dunkirk. There's some songs that are like that, where it's like super tense for a lot of the song, and then it just yeah, like it's just like a sigh of relief. Like it's yeah. it, that's just it is like it. a sigh of relief. You're right. I like the way you put that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That, that's what I wanted to mention. I'm sorry, Sarah. I didn't mean to like cut you no, off, but right. I, I, I wanted to say before I forgot because I had stuff in my <laughs> mind. And I'm like, I'm going to forget. All right, tell you. Or unless uh, anyone talking. But... Oh, no, I'm good. Yeah, Interstellar. Funny enough, this is the only Nolan movie I've seen in theaters. And I yeah. fell asleep when I saw this in theaters. It... <laughs> 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 I was like 14 and I didn't really know... I, I don't know. I hadn't gone to I didn't go to theaters super often for anything other than like Disney movies at that point in time. Like so long movie like I think it was the part where Matt Damon showed up. I think that's when I fell asleep when I was younger. But I don't fall asleep anymore. I love this movie. It's turned into one of my favorite movies. Uh the score, I know I haven't listened to a whole ton of scores, but it's my favorite of everything that I have gone out of my way to listen to. I've been meaning to buy a vinyl of it, but I haven't done that yet. Uh, I have, so <laughs> suck it. <laughs> I didn't have a record player until like two months ago. So, but uh, Cornfield Chase, it's always absolute, absolutely beautiful song. I love how it's trending on TikTok right now because I just get to listen to the Interstellar score anytime I open up the app. <laughs> but I think one thing I also really enjoy is the like I know it was kind of mentioned like how like the physics of everything like it's a lot of it's like pretty accurate like and like I don't remember if I, I feel like I read an article on this like years ago but like how like, they had like an actual like team like to make sure that a lot of the physics of like the black hole like and like all that like how that well they they consulted accurate. a very famous um scientist I, I forget his name but he has glasses and a goatee i know what he looks like uh but like they can he can they consulted yeah. him on a lot of stuff and they did as much as they could um yeah. to make it scientific i forget accurate yeah. A, a, accurate yeah and i i i love movies that are just like about like outer space for whatever reason i mean this movie is part of the reason I wanted to become an aerospace engineer because I think space is cool, even though I know this movie's not like what the job is. Yeah, honestly, I think you should watch Contact. You'd like that movie a lot too. I probably would. I yeah, probably yeah. would. I highly recommend but, you watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else I can add to this. I, I remember when I watched this with my mom and my sister one time when it wasn't in theaters. It was like after I got like the dvd or something uh my mom spent like the whole movie being like really confused for whatever reason i'm like this is one of nolan's least confusing movies how are you confused right now <laughs> and then but it, it's so good i rewatch this one pretty often this is outside of the dark knight and the dark knight rises this is probably the one that i've seen the most times because i've been watching it since it came out in theaters you must but, hate yourself yeah. for falling asleep during the movie when you first watched it. Yeah, it was like your I favorite was like, movie. I was so tired going to the movie theater, but I'm like, 
I have to go see this because it looks super cool because space is cool. And then I fell asleep and I'm like, I'm not going to talk about this to my dad because he paid for my ticket, but he wasn't there. So I'm like, I'm just going to not tell him. I think I saw this movie twice in theaters. And I wish I saw it more because it's just, it's an epic experience in the theaters. So One thing I wanted to add, I don't know if I'm cutting you off, uh, or two things. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, okay. Um, this is the steelbook I got. Oh, uh, nice. That's so yeah. cool. Um, um, it's pretty cool. I, th- I think the disc was scratched when I opened it. So gonna, when I watched it with my brother, but it's sad. Um, also, I think this film kind of led me uh, into loving um, Ad Astra, which is kind of a totally different movie. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, but, I mean, Ad Astra is vi- like, way slower. Um, yeah, super but slow. It, but it's like it just takes full advantage of the visual effects. It's um, very similar with the, the relationships of like, yeah, it's a father, a, a father and, his, yeah. and his child, you know, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's really good. Yeah. So I'd, I'd recommend that it's, it's, you're not going to get interstellar, but you're going to get a very like methodical, interesting um, film. And yeah, I, I are just glued to it when, I, when I saw it in theaters, it was like one of the movies I really wanted to see uh, in 2019. So that was my yeah. first IMAX movie. Really? You saw an IMAX? Yeah, and the one Ooh. in Lafayette, yeah. Nice. Wow. It's pretty great. Yeah. I was left in awe. I was just I, I think I I've, I've told Matthew this a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's beautiful. I was just like, wow, mm. this is and, and they mentioned Purdue a couple times too they in the do. movie. We're like, yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah. The theater when that happened. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, it's Purdue. Purdue. <laughs> Spoiler the fuck up. <laughs> um, all right. I guess uh, I don't have a lot to say about Interstellar. I think it's a solid movie. You know, it's uh, on the lower end of my Nolan ranking, but it's still a good movie. I just don't love it like as much as most people. It's fair. Okay, um, my feelings about the movie are about the same as Sophie's. It's my second favorite um, Christopher Nolan film. Um, and I, I feel so bad though, cause I had not watched it until December of last year. So I watched it fairly recently for <laughs> wow. the first time. And I, I, after watching, I, I felt so bad that I'd not seen it before. Cause I remember it was like 12 when I came out and all I remember is like my 80 something year old grandpa, my great grandpa went to go watch it and then he got done watching and he was like, well, that movie was kind of crazy. And that's, that's all he said. <laughs> I could just imagine my 80-something-year-old grandpa just watching the movie in theaters. Um, yeah, I, I just love the movie so much. Um, the only problem I have with it, I think, is just the runtime. I think that's that's about it. It, it, it does get a little long at some points. Um, that's true. It's fair. But other than that, it's point. yeah. Other than that, it's just it's just a great ride through the universe. I it, it's just. I love everything about it. The I think what I another one of the things I love most is the practical effects used, especially like um just like small things like the miniatures of like the spaceships that they use, because it just it just makes everything look more realistic when they're showing like out outside the spaceship and everything. I I, I just love it so much. Just the attention to detail that it uses. Um. Uh, I just. There's just so much emotion to the film. I I did tear up a couple times when watching it. Um, I I love all the cast in it. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I just I think the story. Um, 
It's just, it's just all the characters really just add to it. Uh, definitely, Matthew McConaughey really shines. Um, and just he just brings so much emotion to the role, um, especially near the end when he's like looking back. Um, especially when he's he he went through like the black hole. It's just really really great um i have no problem with like the ending or anything um we're just like with the movie in general i i, I sometimes I, yeah i feel like this movie also gets unnecessary hate for some reason i i, I don't i don't understand why it gets the hate it does but um yeah i just just a really great film i think i think sophie just touched on basically everything that i how I feel about the film. So Jacob, we're we're yeah. in sync today, man. I know. Let's I know. Let's go. I just, we need to talk more about movies, dude. Like I forget. Yeah. Like, well, we have like similar taste, dude. Yeah, yeah. F- film, film, bro, and film, film sister. Gal, let's night. go. Yeah, film gal. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's all I had to say about the film. All yeah, right. So. It's definitely one of. I think. And he's not relatively known for this, but Nolan has a tendency of writing very, very weak female characters. And I'd say this one's probably at the top of, like, female characters are pretty good in this movie. They're not terrible. Like, some are in other movies, but I'm glad yeah, yeah, that... Yeah, really uh, like Jessica Chastain's character. Yeah, she's fantastic in this. I love her. I wish I saw more of her. I said that already. But um, where are we putting this in our rank? I have I put it right it's... behind. Yeah, I put it right behind Inception for me. Me too, right behind Inception on S tier. I would say behind Dark Knight, but I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> I, I'm gonna change. If you're behind Dark Knight, okay. I Sarah? agree with after Inception because I would in my ranking I have okay. behind the Dark Knight, but I also have the Dark Knight and Interstellar in front of Inception. So honestly, as long as it's in the I mean, top three of the S tier, I, I would put it behind the Prestige. Eh. And I'll say I have it in B tier. I have it in B tier, so it's gonna be at the bottom of S, hmm. or and not bottom of S. In I yeah in no, B. Sarah, so Sarah, no, Sarah what? meant to say no, 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 no. Sarah meant to say she put it on the like. I would. I, I would put it high out. So that's where we'd put it. And, that's hey, also if my input on the dark knight rises didn't bring it up to at least bottom of a tier years can't drag this all the way to bottom of s tier <laughs> no 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 <laughs> i'm not saying person. i would put it bottom of s and because if you have it below the dark knight would you want to put it there all right. like, no she I is, is it she is it above right yeah. i'm yeah, gonna say put it above just because i i don't know i like the dark knight more <laughs> but with the how the current ranking is i feel better saying that where it's at right now. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Not that I would put at the bottom of this. I was saying, do you want to put below the Dark Knight? Okay. okay. What we have right now is my exact ranking for Nolan that's hilarious. films. <laughs> Mine is almost the exact, except for I switched Memento. There's a couple stage. flips for me. This There's the one exact... obvious one not in the first spot. For I know. Me. <laughs> this is my exact ranking, and it's very scary. But we'll see where we get with the Kirk yeah. and Tenet. So yeah. my ranking is Matthew. A... I think I'm next, but can I uh, uh, forfeit Dunkirk and get Tenet? <laughs> I will start with Dunkirk then. All right. <laughs> because I think Dunkirk is fine. I'm not a big war movie person. I didn't watch this in theaters. I watched this on my laptop. So, you know, I didn't really care much for it, but I think it's a good movie. It's very, very well-crafted and all that, but uh, war movies aren't really my thing. So uh, I think it's on the lower end of Nolan for me, but all right, uh, Jacob. Oh, yeah. Um, I 
did not see this movie in theaters either. I saw it um in my history class, my US history class in high school. Um and I don't remember too much about it. So I don't I don't have much to say about the film. I, I do definitely need to rewatch it. Um I will say though when I watched it, I really enjoyed the practical effects used. Um, especially with like the airplanes and the yeah, just oh the yeah, practical effects were really good. I remember what when watching it um really good cinematography overall i think it's one of his best filmed um movies definitely um uh takes uh the usage of like the imax cameras really well um uh, i think some things that don't work for me though i think sometimes with like the plot lines the timing between them it was kind of um confusing i don't know if other people had this problem but like just like sometimes with like the plot lines i got confused about when the timing actually occurred with them uh but um yeah besides that um i think you just did a really good job showing like the reality that the soldiers faced and it's it's sort of kind of like i don't want to say like the opposite of saving private ryan but it's sort of like um it kind of just um shows that not all the soldiers you know they're mainly just a lot of them are literally just like some kids that were just really scared for their lives and i i, I think it christopher nolan does a really good job of just showing like how fearful they were and i think overall it's just a really tension heavy film that um that really just put me on the edge of my seat when i i remember watching it um so yeah so that's that's basically all i all i had to say really good film um it's, it's sort of like in the bottom half of nolan for me but overall i i still enjoyed it yeah, once again, uh, Jacob captures everything I was feeling about this movie pretty much, but I had some more to add. Um, I watched this in theaters in Chicago, 2017, and it was really good in theaters. It was it's a huge, epic movie, a lot of tense parts. Um, I'm not the biggest war person, uh, so this, like, while it was great visually and technically and and I just wouldn't see myself. I haven't rewatched it since I watched it in theaters. Um, I don't really want to. <laughs> I don't have like a strong urge to rewatch Dunkirk. I mean, I will eventually, uh, but it's not one that I'm just like dying to rewatch as much as I am like Tenet or The Prestige or Memento or any of his other films, which is why Dunkirk is my least favorite Nolan movie. It's still a great film. It's just not one that really resonated with me or has like an, had a very big impact on me i mean it's, it's a good war flick uh impressive visuals and, and and filming techniques and whatnot and the score is fine it's probably one of my least favorite zimmer scores i mean because most of it's just like really tense and it's not something i'll listen to all the time there's a couple songs in there that are like nice like probably towards the end of the movie uh, and the credits and whatever, but it's just not one I'll go out of my way to listen to. It comes up in the shuffle, sure. It works well for the film. It's like one of those scores. That it works really well for the films. It enhances like every feeling and 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 motivation and tense moment. But I don't know. Uh, I need. I definitely need to revisit it. But it's 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 a great movie. Just not one that I absolutely love, uh, which makes it my least favorite. Nolan film. It's all you, Kenny. Uh, one second. My charger just like 
something's happening with it. <laughs> I think it totally is not working. Uh, there we go. Okay. Um, so I saw this in theaters. I saw it, I think the weekend it came out. This is one of, I was very excited to see this. Um, but like they had a whole marketing campaign, like 4,000 men or something. It was like a hashtag or 400,000. Um, and I really enjoyed it. It was, it, I think it really benefits from that theater experience. I feel like out of the other ones though, it kind of, you, you can't really take away as much, but like, I really don't like see any flaws with this movie. Um, it takes full use of his nonlinear uh, narrative, and um, it 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 just definitely it's it's an interesting concept of showing Dunkirk instead of like like if you compare it to like D Day like this is a this is a uh, a loss you know like this the, it's a it's a loss of the British Army um, like they're retreating this is them falling back. Um, instead of like like they they win a small battle, but they've lost the you know the whole thing, um, and it, you can kind of see the the effect on the morale, and then like with Killian Murphy's character and how that how his like how his attitude affects everybody, and you know leads to certain things. Um, but I haven't seen this since, but I still. Always, I knew I liked it. Um, the plane scenes are incredible. The last shot of the uh, 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 burning uh, plane with Tom Hardy, great stuff. Um, and then with the the Nazis, never really their, their face being shown. I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, they were just always like it because it was just a, there was a lot of uncertainty in that movie. That's the one of the big things. Like you, you just don't know when they'll appear when they'll attack um and when they'll be safe when everyone will be safe and uh, there's a lot of uh um mis dis distrust mistrust uh with like that french guy right isn't there a french guy um and they they don't know what to they they, they just get super like super uh what's the word uh like delusional it's just everyone is getting delusional so i enjoyed it i i like the score it's one of the um out of all the christopher nolan movies i think i listened to this more than inception because wow. yeah i i um i just i like the tenseness of it um and with the the, the clock and all that um yeah. and then the there's two there's variation 14 which i think wasn't hans but benjamin you know wallfish yeah he's good yeah um and that's just a, it's just a nice tone it's like this sense of hope um and it's just a nice thing to listen to and then i also like i also just like listening to the 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 like the very tense stuff it's like uh supermarine that's a good one the oil uh the oil is like a slower version of it and it like gradually keeps building up uh and then you have home which starts as tense and then leads into like the hopeful tone at the end and the end credits are great it's i don't know i just i i enjoy this movie and i would put this on the upper half but like uh, right in the middle i'd say in the middle um but on the upper half of no one's work so fair yeah um 
I agree with a lot of what's been said. Uh, Sophie almost word for word stole my thought of the Scorpies. I'm pretty sure we had that conversation the other day yeah, after. Yeah. Yeah. But like how like it it works really, really well in the setting of the movie. But like it's just not something I'd probably I mean, there's a few songs here and there like that I would like probably listen to on my own time. But I don't think I'm gonna like most of the score probably not just because it's so tense, but this is anxiety inducing. <laughs> I have enough anxiety. We don't need to add to my listening anxiety. We don't need to give Sarah more anxiety. <laughs> it's good stuff. But, uh, the thing that makes me so mad about this movie is I literally worked at a movie theater when this movie came out. I and I still didn't see it in theaters. I watched it for the first time my junior year of college. I don't remember what wow. the year. It was on a lap on my laptop at like four in the morning. Oh my god, Sarah! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh well, that's okay. <laughs> but like, I think the thing that honestly, part of the reason I like it so much is the fact that I started the movie at four a.m. And didn't have any chance of falling asleep because it's so tense. Like, I think, like, that's, like, kind of, like, what it's going for. It's just, like, it's, you can't look away because, like, it's tense. But you also just, I don't, I don't really know. It's, I really enjoyed uh, in the moment how, like, it, how tense it is. And, like, how, like, it makes you feel, like, the anxiety, the anxiety of it all. But also because of that, it doesn't, this movie isn't super rewatchable for me. Um, like, I, I, granted, I've, there's a lot of. Nolan movies I've only seen two, two, the two times, but I don't feel like I'm in any rush to rewatch this one again soon just because of how tense it is. But And also, like what Jacob and uh, Sophie said, I also am not much of a war movie person outside of this one in 1917. I can't really think of any that I would I go on. Oh, me too. But I don't really, I can't really think of like any others I would like actively seek out to rewatch like multiple times or like stuff like that just because I'm, war movies are war movies. I mean, there's some that You could watch Saving Private Ryan a lot. I haven't seen Saving Private Ryan. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I have said this, I haven't, I didn't really start actually watching movies until like pretty solid amount of way into the pandemic. So I'm and even then, it. 2020, you like struggled, right. man. You kept rewatching How I Met Your Mother, and I was pissed. I have reasons that I will not talk that's about okay. here, that, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, you're, you're, you're doing um, it now, and that's what makes me happy. Yeah. So, <laughs> one more thing about Dunkirk, Harry Styles. I love it. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. I love it. <laughs> beautiful. Um, I love Harry Styles, and like this is like his first like ever like any any role like anything. I thought he did a great job. Um, because even at the time, like, I wasn't a huge fan of him until later, like, last year. So, like, I had, wasn't even a big fan of him when I watched the movie the first time. But, like, I thought he did a great job. Um, I'm excited to see what he does. And I can't remember the name of the movie. Don't but the worry, one darling. Yes. I'm excited to see that because of Harry Styles. Um, and few new projects. Well, yeah. But I know. But like, Harry Styles, I think he actually has some talent as an actor and isn't just, like, there to add some sort of draw to some people because I don't think that's how, how Nolan works. He doesn't like just throw random people in to just get a bigger audience. But yeah, I think that's um, all. I want to show off the another blue or 4K. This is a 4K. Oh, <laughs> the, 
I got this. It, I don't. You can see the ripples. Yeah. It, it came kind of broken. Uh, very sad stuff. Like there's a hole right there. But I mean, the, the disc is intact. Uh, but That's this, so I bought this, and then I think the Fantastic Mr. Fox as well. Thanks. But yeah, I'm showing that off. And then also, I think Dunkirk is one of Quentin Tarantino's favorites. So, Interesting. Yeah, he really liked it. It, it just, just the um. I think it was the uh, intensity and also yeah. the sound. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Death Proof. All right. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, does anyone else have anything to say before we move on to ranking it? One more very quick thing. I love how Killian Murphy is literally just credited as Shivering Soldier. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's neat. Uh, Alright. Uh, I will put this in B. Yeah, I think I I have this between The Dark Knight Rises and Batman Begins. So I, I, I have I, it higher than Rises. I have it at like a C tier. Sorry, guys. Wow. <laughs> I personally would put it bottom of A just because I have it behind Memento in my ranking. Oh, yeah, but... I'd put it bottom of A too. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, above Insomnia, I. Uh, yes, above yes, yes. Insomnia for sure. Yeah. I say above Batman Begins. Yeah, I would say that's yeah. Like, we'll leave it yeah. there. That's okay. <laughs> no, so you're the only one that had it. Not in... I had it at C, you guys. Come on. Oh my gosh, this is basically think... my ranking right now. This is a democracy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are we going with the, the last uh, one? Okay. Uh, oh, I got Tenet. Uh, Tenet is Tenet rocks. Yes. That's that's all I have to say. I got the 4K right here. <laughs> um, I got this. I think when did I get this? Christmas 2020. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, I love Tenet. I saw it twice. First time, uh, I missed a bit because uh, I missed the exposition exposition scene at, at Freeport. Uh, um, because I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I had to, too much popcorn or whatever. Uh, uh, but uh, like the one thing that I think about when I when I think about Tenet is the music. The music is insane. I love loud um, music like this. And uh, Ludwig Ronson. I, I don't think I pronounced his name correctly. Yeah, that, but... was, that was good. Okay. Um, but then he... again, I'm giving you validation. I'm the worst <laughs> person to go for for comfort is that I'm pronouncing people's names. I'll, I'll have to call him up. I'll have to call him up right now and see what uh, he thinks. Um, <clears throat> but I, I love this movie. I, I think it's great. It's, it knows what it is. It's, it's very, it's, it's, it's. I want to. I don't want to say goofy because it takes itself seriously. But like, it just kind of goes all out. It doesn't really, you know, it's up. And I feel like um, you could say this is Chris Nolan being being full Chris Nolan. Um, but yeah, the, again, I, I kind of forgot to talk about the music. But the music, it's it's super loud. It's super tense. It, of course, dwarfs the dialogue <laughs> at some points. But it's just so good. And I still listen to it. I listen to um, Meeting Neil, uh, the, the what plays in the beginning and what plays at the end. It's like the end is like a 14 minute song called Prosterity, and I listen to it all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, I, I, I seeing this twice was awesome in the theater, probably one of my favorite theater experiences. Um, and it's like, whoa, it's very confusing, like what's going on, 
but like after a certain point i feel like you can like totally get behind everything and like understand what's happening um i think it's like like when the the third act is about to happen um but uh great visuals great use of cgi and practical effects um and it just it just rocks it it's it's great Um, I really wanted right. to rewatch but, Tenet. Yeah, I, I really wanted to rewatch Tenet before this episode, just because I've only seen it the one time, and like I mentioned earlier, I watched it on an airplane. So like, there's a lot because like I couldn't exactly have captions on or be taking up like half the screen. So there's just like a lot I feel like I missed. Um, that being said, I really enjoyed it. Still. Um, I think uh, this movie is also kind of up there with Memento. It's kind of confusing, but I don't think, I personally don't think it's as confusing as Memento because when I was watching it, like kind of like the point when they start doing like the whole like going backwards thing or whatever, like that's when it started clicking. Like it, like I just had like this sort of like aha moment, like everything made sense in it where like Memento, I didn't get that until way after I finished the movie. But uh yeah, I really, I just really, uh, like, I don't really have much more to say other than I really like Robert Pattinson in it. Um, this was the movie, I think, that started my Robert Pattinson obsession. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, Robert uh, Pattinson you gotta watch Good Time. You gotta watch Good Time if you love yeah. it. Yeah. He's awesome. It's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> it is a good time. Uh... Yeah, and then, uh, is it John David Washington is the... Mm-hmm. the lead yes. yeah he i liked him in this as well i just yeah i really i also didn't realize the first time that i watched it that kenneth branagh was in this i didn't realize that until i was looking through the cast the other day <laughs> and i felt really stupid but i don't know i really enjoyed this i need to give it a rewatch uh so that's i'll leave it at that all right uh yeah i, I mean this movie is great i think this is one of my favorite nolan movies i just uh uh, first time I watched it, I was definitely confused, but then I watched it again and, and like I was able to like piece together like the timelines a lot better. And like, you know, with the whole like Neil being at the opera at the beginning of the movie and all that, like it just it was I was able to click with it a little bit easier. And uh, I think it's just like Nolan at his truest form. And I just really love that. Like he just goes all out and uh, just like watching this in theaters since COVID for like the first time, I think was also just amazing to like. Mm-hmm. have that experience and uh i also really like elizabeth debicki i feel like she's like really the heart of the movie that like and like she's you know she's really good in that role and uh i feel like you guys have already said everything else i would want to say about it so jacob okay um i when i i have a strange memories of this movie because i this was like one of the first movies i saw once they started kind of like re like releasing movies like during the pandemic or whatever so this was like the first movie that i went back to theaters for like um since they like started closing down um but um the problem with like my showing or whatever i i i heard like a lot of people like a lot of theaters have this problem like it was just like so loud like for some reason my showing i was deaf by the the end of it yeah yeah that yeah i think that's the main like the the major problem i have with it 
um, is sort of like the audio mixing. Like when I watched in theaters, it was, there was like a lot of times when I had a, um, I couldn't like hear what the dialogue was saying. And I, I think um, Christopher Nolan said that he kind of wanted to be like that sometimes. Um, but I don't know. I think, I think that's what it sort of like created a lot of the confusion for me when I first watched it was I kind of missed some exposition parts because I just couldn't hear what was going on. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, other than that, uh, I, I really enjoyed the film. Um, I, I keep on saying like set, like I love the set pieces, like all of his movies, but I just realized he's just, he's just so good at like just setting up really awesome set pieces, like with like the giant airplane that just crashes through the, the airport or, um, just like the big final battle. I, uh, it's just, he's just such, he does such a good job just setting up good, good giant set pieces like that. Um, you know, I think I think yeah, all the characters do really good. I I really love um, uh, John David Washington. I think he's he was a really good um. Uh, like good good cast for that. Um. Yeah, I I think it just made me appreciate him more, mm-hmm. as an actor. Um, uh, and I I really like uh Robert Pattinson as well. I thought it was really good. Um. It made me it made me want to watch Good Time, which Sarah definitely should watch Good Time. Really good film. Um, good time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I will say, um, yeah. The confusion, the confusion is just mainly just like the, the the problem I had with the film. But I think once you, once you get past that, if you just like like there there again, there's some good like analysis videos like on YouTube that sort of just break down what's happening. Like I remember when I was first watched the movie. By the time I we got to like the final like battle where half the people are going forward and the other people reverse. I had no idea what was going on. I was so confused <laughs> and I was like, I have no idea how this works, but okay. Um, but yeah, I think I've, I've rewatched it a couple times now um, since it came out. Cause I shout out to family video closing down. I mean, not shout out, but I was able to pick it up DVD for 50 cents. Respect so thank you. For closing down. <laughs> so thank you family video for shutting down so I could get tenant for 50 cents. Oh. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I've rewatched it a couple times since it came out in theaters and yeah, I think that just, I think it just helps with the confusion, but yeah, overall, I really enjoy the film. Really good action. Um, and really good, really good concepts that, um, I think are just really interesting and it sort of just it just reminds me of like the concepts that he just brought to inception and just sort of like how he visualizes stuff and then brings it to picture so yeah really enjoyed it yeah um everyone talking about this movie just made my rating for tenet i i I moved it up in my rankings i was like shit i forgot this is a really fun movie (laughs) i had it like on my uh, like right above Dunkirk, I have my number nine spot, and I'm like, no, this doesn't deserve my nine spot. It's mm-hmm. it. This is better, and I think the reason why is because um, I haven't seen it since theaters. I I took Jacob. You stole my words again. Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, God damn it, Jacob. God <laughs> damn it. I did see it in the theater. I I, I risked. I, I wore two masks because it was in September, and every it was my first movie. Yeah mid covid i guess it wasn't post covid because i think we're still in covid but who knows anymore uh i watched it and i had so much fun i was like i'm i'm home this is home and i'm watching the Nolan <laughs> film in theaters like I, I had to go i didn't go back to the theater until march of the following year Godzilla but i I, <laughs> I had no interest in that 
I went to see Tenet. I had a blast with it. I did initially. It's interesting. Initially, I said to myself, man, the score, I'm disappointed. It was okay. But I guess I wasn't really paying attention because I was just like trying to think about what, what the hell was going on in the movie. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, what did the score sound like again? It wasn't memorable. I can't hum it. Oh, no, Ludwig, you failed me. You're not Zimmer. <laughs> But then I started listening to the score more and more, and I'm like, shit, no, this is actually pretty. It slaps. It slaps. It's good. And I listen to Foils all the time. It's a great song, short. Mm-hmm. Uh, performances are great. I loved Robert Pattinson in this. I'm really excited to see him in the Batman, uh, see what he brings to that character. And um, Sarah, shut up. <laughs> I'm Be not quiet. saying anything. I'm just excited about the movie. Be quiet. <laughs> um, yes, Tenant. It's a lot of fun. I love the whole the, the technicality in that movie of the whole reverse and 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 going forward in time. It's so cool. Uh, I mean, I could watch that th- that car chase scene that they go like backwards and forwards, and it's just like what what is, what is Christopher Nolan on right now? <laughs> um, it is a little uh, convoluted, and um, I think it gets too intertwined in like the concepts of the film, which kind of just doesn't leave it like grounded like some of his other movies are but i guess that's besides the point it's not what it's going for there's just a lot of it's there's a lot going on in this movie and it's a little tough to keep up on the first watch but i have yet to rewatch it so probably will benefit from a rewatch and it'll help me understand a lot of a lot of the motives and concepts more and whatnot but uh, i had a lot of fun with it in theaters um it's a good one uh solid Nolan film. It's it's not my favorite, but I I think once I rewatch it more, it's it's just gonna be a uh, a classic, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm glad I watched it in theaters because it's it's a it's an experience. I remember. Oh yeah. oh yeah, I forgot to say this. Um, but there's this lady that was sitting not next to me because we had like spacing issues because of COVID, but her phone like rang five times in the theater, but you couldn't even hear it. Because it was so oh. fucking loud during the movie, so she was saved so many times. I saw it like I saw it like light up, and you could hear like I was close enough that I could hear it, and she answered it all five times. Oh my god! Talked. But oh you god. couldn't because and it was so loud in the theater. You like you couldn't even. I don't even know who called this old lady, but like whatever. I thought that was really funny because. <laughs> I mean, the movie was just so loud. You could like it, it didn't really affect everyone else. Just people sitting by her. That was funny. Um, but I, I'm excited to see uh, Ludwig and uh, Nolan collaborate again. But I'd, I'd also like to see more movies with Zimmer and Nolan again. I, I miss that, that the collaboration. But I think Nolan passed this a, Nolan uh, passed this to do Dune, yeah. Or so. Zimmer passed this Zimmer. Oh, Zimmer. I'm sorry. Yeah, Zimmer passed this to do Dune. That's, that's, that's my fault. Nolan did not pass anything. This is his film. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, good stuff. Um, what was I gonna? I, would, I thought I was gonna say something. Uh, no, yeah, I feel like I feel like with Oppenheimer, the the scores can be more. Um, it's kind of like uh, <laughs> I'm gonna bring up Mank. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did for Mank. Like they they did more, you know, electronic, very interesting, darker scores for uh, for like David Fincher's films, and also for like that Watchmen TV show. But um, I think for Soul and Soul was a bit lighter and um, more ethereal or ethereal. Yeah, ethereal. Uh, um, and 
for Mank, they wanted to do like like uh, period piece instruments. So I feel like that's what Louis is gonna do. Yeah, like like he's gonna do like make it sound like it's in the forties. I don't think that's mm -hmm. gonna sound electronic or like loud or anything for Oppenheimer. <laughs> Probably will be loud, but um, like he's done orchestral stuff. Like he did orchestral stuff for Creed and um, for the Mandalorians, and those are both good. So I think my favorite of his is Black Panther. He's he did an amazing oh, yeah. job for yeah. Black Panther. That's definitely yeah. one of the one of the best MCU scores, I would say. But we're not gonna talk about that. That's for another time. <laughs> I could go on and on about that. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we have another episode planned for that. So <laughs> all right. Oh wait, was I the last one for tenant? Yeah, yeah. Because yes. yeah. I started. Honestly, I don't care where we put this, so it's all you guys. Uh below memento for me. A, a tier <laughs> below. Yeah, I'd say bottom of A. I yeah. have a above memento. I oh I'm fine with that too. <laughs> I personally have it in B tier, but I also haven't rewatched it, and I know it's going to go up as soon as yeah. I rewatch it. So I, have it I also don't well. care that much. Yeah, I have it at B tier, like above. No, I have it above Dunkirk, below Dark Knight Rises. That's where I would put it. But so we got two Bs. So, uh, we have three A's, three A's, so we'll, we'll put it yeah. in A because yeah, bottom yeah. I'm, 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 I'm totally that. okay. That's probably where it's no, going to end up once I rewatch yeah. it. Do you want to put it above Memento since Kenny and I are both? Mm, no, that's uh, only two no. I think that's good. I think that's good. No, no. I think Memento is better. As it is. As it is. But that's... Yeah. <clears throat> matter, but... Wow, this... So the, 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 the ranking on screen is literally my exact ranking, except I have Prestige <laughs> and Memento flipped. Yeah, everything's the same except for my Tenant and Dunkirk placement. But yeah, pretty cool. Um, I have... Okay. Uh, oh, jeez. Okay. Well, uh, Mine's pretty different. Through our own <laughs> rankings... I don't care. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's go through this quickly. I, I have to get have going. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, yeah. Quick. let's go quick. Let's go quick. All right, Matthew, you go. Right. I'll I'll go first. Uh, obviously, some of these I need to rewatch. So, but uh, currently, uh, the bottom is following. Then the Dark Knight Rises. Then Dunkirk. Then Batman Begins. Then Interstellar. Then Insomnia. The Memento. The Dark Knight. Tenet. The Prestige. And Inception at number one. Interesting. Jacob. Or whoever. Oh wait, yeah, mine is uh, following Insomnia, uh, Batman Begins, Dunkirk, Dark Knight Rises, Tenet, The Prestige, Memento, Dark Knight, Interstellar, and then Inception. We have the same top three, Jacob. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, my number ten nice. is Dunkirk. Yeah, my number uh, my number ten is Dunkirk. Nine, Insomnia. Batman begins at eight, Tenet at seven, Dark Knight Rises at six, Memento at five, Prestige at four, Dark Knight at three, Interstellar at two, and Inception at one. Um, so this, uh, I'm, I'm just looking at the one I'm in the letterbox. I probably need to update this, but this is what I had. Uh, Insomnia, then Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises, The Prestige, Tenet, Memento, Dunkirk, Inception, The Dark Knight, and Interstellar. And I that have was interesting. In, okay. <laughs> I have at eleven. I have insomnia. Then following. Then Batman begins. Tenet, Dunkirk, Memento, Inception, The Prestige, Interstellar, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises at number one. <laughs> You're adorable. <laughs> and for our audio listeners, uh, our collaborative list. Is in C tier, we have following 
at the bottom of D, we have Insomnia, then Batman Begins, then Dunkirk, and then The Dark Knight Rises at the top of B tier. At the bottom of A, we have Tenet, and then at the top is Memento, and at the bottom of S, we have The Prestige. Then above that is The Dark Knight, then Interstellar, and at the top of S tier, we have Inception. Let's go. Wow, wow. Wow, All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's all. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about Christopher Nolan? He's awesome, wow, and I can't wait wow. for Oppenheimer. Yeah. Cool. 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 All of them. David Dasmachin just got cast in it, so he's filming at UCLA right now, and people are looking for Florence Pugh all over campus. (laughs) (laughs) I don't blame them. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) Oh yeah, she's in that movie. There's so many people. Yes, she is. I'm excited for the ones I'm excited for are Benny Safdie, Matthew Modine, um, Florence Pugh. I'm excited for Florence Pugh. Like I've I've only seen what her in Black Widow and Hawkeye. I think. Oh really? You haven't seen Midsummer? You gotta watch Midsummer. You gotta watch Fighting with My Family. Fighting with My Family. I tried to get you to watch the director's cut of Midsummer, and you said. (laughs) Hey, I watched the Meat Canyon videos. Jacob, we're even. We're even. Robert Downey Jr. is gonna be in Oppenheimer. Yeah, I'm excited for that too. Jesus Christ, I forgot about that. I'm excited for Jack Quaid. I'm excited. Jack Quaid. It's gonna be a good. The guy who ride. played Han Solo in the in, in Solo, he's oh, gonna be. Oh, Robin Ehrenreich, nice. Yeah. Oh, he's so he's fine. He's great. He's great. He's fine. He's great in Hail Caesar. I agree. Yeah, he's he's one of the best parts in Hail Caesar. I thought that. Was yeah, he's great movie. in Hail Caesar. So, I'm excited to see him. Uh, I need to watch that. I was asleep during Hail Caesar. I remember George Clooney being a lunatic in that one. Or David like Crumbles. We got David Crumbles. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, no, yeah, that was. That was a good ranking. I I appreciated hearing everyone's thoughts on Nolan's films. That was awesome. I had fun. Yeah. Sarah didn't get too triggered. I'm impressed. Oh, yeah. Besides stuff (laughs) that, like, I was just joking about to trigger her, but, like. Yeah, that's the stuff that triggers me more. I'm so proud of you, Sarah. (laughs) I'm I'm working on it, I promise. (laughs) But, um. For next week on Wednesday, uh, because that's the only time we could get everyone together. <laughs> so unfortunately, it's during Real Genius. But uh, Oscars, uh, seven hell yeah, PST. I'll so be there. Maybe, maybe after I'll, I'll be there. Yep. And, I won't be uh, watching it live. I'm gonna watch more movies, but I'll watch it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. You could watch I... it in the first thirty minutes. No, oh, I yeah, have to go could... to Disney Club because I'm the president. Ooh. <laughs> oh, <I'm kidding. laughs> I can't keep ditching. <laughs> You guys gotta, you guys gotta watch it after. You gotta watch it after. Let's hope no one from Disney Club is listening to this. So is is that another club? Is the um is the Oscars show just gonna be like your guys' like um like your picks for like the winners and stuff? Our own, it's our own ballot. Our own ballot. Personal ballots. Yeah. Oh. And then we collaborate on each category. We also have extra categories. We'll collaborate on the categories to fill a five, and then we'll send out a. Google form for everyone else. It's, it's not uh, just based off the Oscars ballot. It's just based. It, it's our own picks for the categories. For so you can have like Nicolas Cage as a, in Pig as a or, thing. Or okay. right. as she deserved. Or, yeah. I have him on mine. Or French Dispatch because French Dispatch was snubbed. So exactly, Kenny. Kenny gets it. Yeah. Denis was yeah. snubbed. That's yeah. It's, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in the episode. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to reveal that. everything. Yeah. 
<laughs> and uh finally we yeah. also have merch so uh yeah if anyone yeah. We'll i thought you said screen. murph <laughs> I murph. we have murph. Murph. murph available we got murph so uh yeah great uh that's all thanks for being here thank you for hosting matthew you're yeah. an incredible host Thank you. Yeah, thanks for dealing with us, even though we didn't really have anything to say about thank you for, movies. Thank you this for listening. Fun, guys. Yeah. Thank you for uh, listening to me when I kept asking like every day for you to move Nolan up so that way we didn't have to wait for Oppenheimer to come out next year. Yes, yeah. <laughs> no yeah, this was Oh, fun. is that why we're doing it now? Oh, there's all Sarah. Uh, no, also just because it's February, there's not very many releases coming out. Yeah, um, and we have Batman coming up soon. Sure. We have a we're gonna do that here. Or we'll do that ranking. Or no? What is it? Did you do a video game movie like uh, uh, Yes, ranking? video game movies is also coming up later when Sonic oh, Two okay. comes out. <laughs> Everyone. Looking forward to Sonic the Hedgehog 2, right? I need sure. to see the first yeah, one still. I haven't seen the first one either. Elba, in his very sexy voice for Knuckles. Excited for oh, that. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for being here. I'm going to end the show. Okay, That's bye. a great way to end it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>